Hey, what's up, everybody? Dan Tom here with the Protect Your Neck podcast. Not an official episode, but like I teased, or should I say did a poor job of promoting and teasing on the podcast and others, uh, I went live uh, uh, for UFC 283 uh, for the final three fights, doing an alternate commentary with my man, Ant Walker MMA, who you can find there on Twitter. Uh, we had a great, uh, great time. Um, but like I said, I wanted to try to get the audio tracks uh, from the YouTube uh, shows there um, here for you guys in case you're like, you know, you're a nerd and you enjoy like like me listening to stuff in the background as you do tasks, um, listening to other people react to stuff in real time that you already know what's going to happen or super nerd, you want to actually like cue it up, which I, I do my best to provide timestamps throughout the commentary if you'd like to sync up in real time to see what we're seeing or probably not seeing, but, you know, uh, that is the case because it's, it's impossible to see everything. But uh, we had a, I had a fun time. I hope to do more of these. Uh, unfortunately, it, yeah, I'm trying to use this week off uh, to do uh, fix the, the viruses on my computer. Basically, I think it's a corrupt cookie issues, if anybody uh, can venture help or a suggestion of a program. Uh, but I'm going to do my best because I couldn't even... It wouldn't allow me to put the uh, video that I recorded last night in a playlist properly. And it also wouldn't allow me to monetize the video. So especially after a losing night, yet another one, which I will, of course, recap proper on the next episode of the Protect Your Neck podcast. Um, it definitely sucks to not even be able to, you know, not that I deserve it, uh, but, you know, uh, after last night, uh, but, you know, not being able to monetize your video for any tips live or after the fact with the super thanks that are active on the other videos, thankfully, but... Yeah, my cookies, of course, the two things that it decides to mess with. Everything else worked perfectly, but having a location for people to go to both live and after and being able to monetize the video. You know, just the two most important things, which is tends to how this cookie thing works. And I look crazy to most people saying, I can't click on the one thing I need to click on. And people are like, what? I think I've got it narrowed down. It's a cookie thing. Now I just got to find some kind of antivirus. So any help at Dan Tom MMA DM message me. Uh, more than welcome. Uh, it's a community show. I don't charge you guys anything. You guys don't have a responsibility, but there are plenty of the people in the community that do help, and I'm trying to be better about asking for it. So any advice is welcome. This is your show as well, folks. So without further ado, enjoy it. All right, we are live. What's going on, everybody? Oh, it's Dan Tom here, the Protecting Neck Podcast. Oh, this won't be an official episode, although this will be on podcast feeds, hopefully, for y'all who want to check it out after. But I'm here with my man, Ant Walker, at Ant Walker MMA. If you want to find him on Twitter, at Dan Tom MMA for me. Ant, say what's up, man. What's going on, man? It's, it's definitely good to uh, try this out with you, man. Some uh, alternative commentary for all those savages out there who love to see people getting punched in the face for money. Absolutely. This will be alternative commentary for UFC 283. We're getting set for Burns Magni, which is the third to last. So we'll be with you for the last three cards as we try this out. Apologies in advance for any technical difficulties. They will probably be on, on uh, my end more than anything because of my computer stuff. So bear with me, but appreciate you guys. Going to share this link out. And um, But yeah, we're, we're going to keep it flexible, you know. Uh, we're uh, not going to be too worried about who's, you know, uh, color commentary, who's play-by-play. Uh, we're, we're both uh, capable of both, but we both need reps on kind of both and just commentary in general, both me and Ant. So we appreciate you guys sticking around while we get those in. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I'm really excited to um, to see these fights tonight. Like, we we do have some good action matchups to, to top off the card. We've had 
tons of action leading up to this moment. But I think now it's going to get real, real dicey. Burns Magny is one that I'm, I'm quite excited to see what Burns has to offer. Um, you know, since we're all of come tonight, I, I'm going to try to steer away from giving fight night predictions and, and whatnot. I'll try to try to stick to being as neutral as possible, but I'm very particularly interested in what Burns has to offer uh, this evening, considering just how close he's been uh, to getting back to the title shot and sort of the uh, sort of the roadblocks he's faced in the meantime. Absolutely, and obviously I make picks and plays for the show uh, and the podcast and the channel, so uh, there will always be bias that I will admit to. Obviously, if I was doing a commentary for an actual show, I would not be even touching any of that stuff, so just so you guys know, I'm copping to it, but also letting you know that that wouldn't be happening if this were real. Um, this is just a great way to get some bonus kind of commentary, but to what Ant said, it's a great point. Uh, we're going to do our best to to keep any kind of like biases. We're really just going to try to uh, uh, get reps. Yes, have fun. Hope you guys have fun too, and we'll definitely chop it up and, and, and uh, you know, not that we're not going to ever not be real with you guys, but we'll break character, if you will, uh, between fights for sure. Maybe a little bit between rounds. We're getting your guys' score. If you want to put them in the chat, hit the like, share it out, do what you will. But uh, does that sound good? Am I really missing anything uh, there, Ann, as I uh, pump out the share here? No, it sounds good to me, man. I- I'm just here to have fun, man. I'm-, I'm here to talk about some fights with a guy who knows what he's talking about. And that sounds like a great time to me. Well, that that guy hopefully uh, shows up soon because right now it's me. But, uh, you know, we got uh, people piling in the chat to hopefully, you know, help us out. Because, again, just like these commentators, you know, it's a really tough job. Um, I'm no, I'm not shy about, you know, uh, levying uh, criticisms as I see them or, or common tropes, if you will. But at the end of the day, just like judging and other things we tend to criticize, um, it's a really tough job, folks, and uh, me and Ant are going to be reminded of it by just doing a infinitesimal size of it with three fights where they're actually having to sit there and do the whole card. You know what I'm saying, Ant? Oh, for real. I've done commentary you once have. before. I, I did an amateur show for Tachi Palace a, a, a couple years ago. I was terrible. In my opinion, when I listened back to it, I was like, oh, that was, that was really bad. But it, it was a great time. It was a great learning experience. And, you know, watching the fights um, this week, um, like trying to tape study and everything, it just gave me a renewed sense of purpose to to sit here and really look at it with a with a more technical eye. And it gives me something to, to really look forward to. We watch the same product in and out every week, and it's good to do something to mix things up or to just give you just a little extra boost to to go into it with uh, some more enthusiasm. So th- this is fantastic, man. This is what I've I've needed this. So, nice, Dan, man. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, I think it's something that a lot, a lot of people like, and obviously you're very passionate and knowledgeable and been looking for any excuse. Like I've told you, you know, I'm going to keep that same energy in the public, but like I told you behind closed doors, I've been looking for an excuse to work with you uh, anyways, man. So this was kind of a, a good opportunity. If you guys like it, if it goes okay, my computer is just, I'll, I'll save you guys going through it. Let's hope I can get it fixed uh, or be on the road to that next week. But uh, I definitely want to be back doing these. Um, definitely want to bring my man Ant here back. Um, and just get uh, more involved with the community in general with these. So thank you guys for being here for the first uh, test run, if you will. You know, these test runs can be sketchy, but I'm glad you guys are here to hang at least. Yeah, man, this this should be dope. I'm having some tech issues on my end too, so this is this is going to be quite the experiment. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it done. We're going to have fun while, while we do it. So while my, my computer is doing whatever it's doing. You got time. Um, 
We're, we're through yeah, the we got bread and filler we're content still. Now, right? Yeah, yeah they're, still they're... promos, getting ready for walkouts, but uh, you know how long those can take for the setup. What's up, Wesley Colvin? Got Jerry Harper, Ramundo Martin, Danish Khan in the house. And yeah, uh, while, while Ant's getting reset, um, touching on what he touched on, a heads up too, guys. Um, he'll get up and running and stuff, and if we don't, we'll resync up. But right now, we are purposely running about roughly in the neighborhood 20, maybe up to 25 seconds behind. Now, for those of you live, that may sound crappy, but think of it this way. Would you rather have us early and go, I can't believe he got knocked out before you saw it, right? Like uh, most media you follow who are live and they're <laughs> tweeting out before your streams. At, at least we won't be doing that. But uh, as much as we're going to try to be up to date live, we may be going slightly behind because that's how we're going to play it. Better safe than sorry. Um, you know, there's multiple. Uh, you know, th- th- there's multiple ways to view things in the digital age. We'll leave it at that. But not everything syncs up, so that's part of the reason we're just going to be safe than sorry. So we'll be a little behind. So at worst comes to worst, we won't spoil anything. And then for those of you listening to us in the future, future for the audio cuts on at the PYN podcast, the Protect Your Neck podcast feeds on most podcast platforms may be helping. Uh, getting some help soon, actually, for all podcast platforms. But yeah, you guys won't be affected. You can either sync up or just listen to it because you're a madman like me who likes to listen to podcasts in the background. So hopefully this is fulfilling one of those boxes for you guys. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I definitely was one of those savages that would work out listening to like MMA Junkie Radio and, and Beat Down After the Bell and stuff. So nice, I, I, nice. I was part of that community for Old for school references Until right there. I started I podcasting. That. Yeah, man, it, it was really until I started podcasting, and then and then I was like, all right, let me let me take MMA off my brain for a little bit and just listen to some gangster rap like a normal human being when I'm working out. Um, so yeah, you had to go back to the gangster rap for the workout, but you know it's all good. Got to stay in shape. Hey, man, Tron Carter says this is the collab I've been waiting for. So we're not alone here, man. We're not alone. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it's not us just tickling, you know, uh, our, our our beaks, if you will. Like we're actually doing something you guys want to see. That's always nice. So appreciate that. Yeah, man. Um, so so up? far, what's what's been your your standout moment from the card so far? I've been kind of in and out, just uh, kind of uh, uh, scrambling here, and people are like, "Why don't you do it ahead of time, Dan?" It's like, "Yo, I I, 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 I had a hard enough time trying to get research for this card, and it still didn't make make it for those of you listening to the breakdown episode to everybody. So apologies, but yeah, I was I was um, scrambling uh, a bit. Um, I don't know, man. Even though it was uh, it was a, a a bet that I lost, uh, Hobo Cop getting shut off by Southpaw was just a was a was a big moment off the top of my head. What about for you? Uh, I mean, that was that's definitely up there, man. But Terrence McKinney getting flatlined. Oh yeah, right there was, was nuts. A... You know, you well, know, I, I think that have, have a night. Yeah, that's a that's a good night for them, man. They gotta. It's it's kind of strange. Like th- these two brothers who are. Uh, pretty new to the UFC are, you know, they've kind of got the, the homecoming card with their both scheduled that Nick and Nate never did. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of those big missed opportunities. I think in the UFC booking Nate yes. and Nick Diaz on the same card somewhere in California and letting them sort of have a homecoming together. A bigger, uh, not that this is, you know, not that there's a right answer here or a wrong answer, but what's a bigger disappointment that or just not booking them or involving them and um, you know Stockton, even Sacktown, NorCal for a UFC 209 card after the uh, oh. post McGregor popularity bump already gave him a further wave, right? Like the, all the reasons in the world. I don't know. That I'm was a little a sour about that. I'm still a little sour. That, that was an absolute no brainer. I don't know how they let that one slip out the back door. I mean, even if you couldn't get both of them, you got to get one of them. 
you know, and if one is there, the other one will be there at least for the for the fight week for the fandom. Um, so it's good to see another set of brothers sort of get that thing going on tonight. Yep. Um, I, I just wish it happened for for the Diaz brothers in the UFC too. By the way, I got Neil Magny walking out now. His little stat screen uh, just appeared. I'm going to be giving uh, cues both for my co-hosts and uh, both of us, as well as those of you, you uh, listening uh, live, as well as those listening in the future, so we can all have something to sync up to. So uh, I'll tell you when the graphic disappears. And I'll also, uh, he's getting into the cage now. The gra- graphic disappeared now. You can either do that count to see how far you are behind Ant. Once you have that count okay. in your head, you can fire it off to me. I'll give you another point here if you missed that one when the camera goes off Neil for Gilbert's yeah, intro. I've, no worries. Coming up, still on yeah, Neil? My, yeah, mine just went haywire again, so I'm uh, I'm refreshing, refreshing right now. Okay, let me know when you're back up, and I'll give you another timestamp. Okay. You still got overall another walkout plus the intros, so plenty of time to reset. And for those of you, just to know kind of where I'm at, um, I'm probably a little bit behind your guys' streams live. That's normal. Don't freak out. Again, at least I won't be spoiling it for you. Um, if you guys are just hanging out here, I appreciate it. You know, even if you guys uh, are curious about some live commentary, want to turn this down and turn up, you know, the actual broadcast, I'm not going to be mad. I'm just happy you're here and giving me the view counts. You know what I'm saying? So believe me, uh, don't worry about being in sync. Don't worry about uh, you know participation to the fullest. The fact that you're here is participation enough. We got Lujinho. The uh, Brazilian My Buddy doll ro- rolling out here. I-, I love the hair. I love the hair. He's uh, got the bandana like usual. His brother, um, Herbert. I always forget his name. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. It's the pervert from Family Guy, Herbert. That's how I got to remember it. <laughs> Looks nothing like Herbert from Family Guy, but, you know. She looks like Alistair Overeem was hanging out with his mom. For a little bit, someone did like a comparison between Overeem and some other fighter, and it gets Herbert Burns, and it was it was dead on. And I wish I remember who the other fighter and who posted that, but I was like, I mean, hey. if it's a a comparison of Alistair Overeem's voice, then you've got GDR, that like the exact same voice. Oh yeah, that's right. Does she have that like same cadence? Well, basically, does she go well basically for everything? <laughs> exact same cadence, exact oh, same man. pitch and tone, and yeah. it's like the exact same voice. Not that you're not much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm still. Um, still trying to get this right here. I'm. I've got all sorts of foolishness going on on my screen. It's like the. Uh, oops. So, uh, how did you guys uh, in the chat enjoy the uh, Murphy and uh, Andrade fight? It looked like just a shelling from... Uh, I was kind of still setting up and stuff while uh, it was going on. But, uh, my goodness, did, did Murphy... Uh, was she able to show anything to make a count of herself? Because I know she she actually showed some improvements to her credit last time out. Not that I uh, picked Murphy or expected her to win here. But curious what you guys thought of that fight, what your moments are, if you want to answer Ant's previous question. If you don't want to mention anything about the last fight. Standout moment, Jerry Harper says... Hobocop losing shocked me. We think a lot. That's right. That's right. Hobocop deactivated. That's what I thought was going to happen in the Cheaty fight. I picked Cheaty by round one KO. And to Cheaty's credit, he almost got that round one KO, if I remember correctly. Um, so it wasn't like it was a crazy prediction, but uh, obviously Hobocop had the crazy comeback. Not tonight, though. Not tonight. I think that wine was that round was rounding down as well to where you're like kind of start checking out. Go, oh, that's the end of the round. 
bop. Yeah. <laughs> that that mistake has led to a lot, a lot of people getting slept on the campus. You you cannot take your your eye off the prize for a moment inside that cage. Yeah, or 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 beginning of the round with a get with a fighter you think is gassed, like RDA and Fiziev, right? We're like, oh, that's gonna be RDA's round. He's finally take, taking the momentum. Maybe not enough to win, but he's got moment and he's slept. Because he ran right into a punch in the beginning of the round when, when the tired guy actually is going to have the most energy. So, yeah, beginning or end of the round, talk about keeping your screws tight. We got Buffer introducing Magni now. The camera just went to him. Graphic just stretched across the screen for his record. And don't stress if uh, you're getting close to the finish line because, again, if the action starts, I'll just I'm going to continue to call with timestamps inserted into my speech so everybody can follow along uh resync their strings as necessary my stream though should still be running behind to what your guys streams at i just went to gilbert burns graphic just stretched across for my screen which means that should have already been across for your guys screens watching at home um if anybody wants to confirm that uh i am in fact behind that's fine too you don't have to enjoy yourselves just happy you're here james kendrick in the chat Hit me with a Whaley question right before the right before the uh, the fight starts, my man. He's actually Whaley fight. <laughs> go to Brazil. Whaley go to Brazil to fight. Why should Whaley go to Brazil to fight Whaley? I don't know if I can unpack that one, buddy. I uh, didn't know your media <laughs> fans attack Whaley for doing Carla when she called for Abu Dhabi. Hip -hop. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember you bringing up that point before. Yeah, uh, no time to answer that now, James Kendrick, but you know me. I'll, I'll get to you, buddy. Thank you for being here, sir. All right, Magni. Are you ready? And action. Round one graphic, Timex, 457, 456, 455. They are fainting, measuring range. We've got Magni, of course, in the dark trunks and blue gloves with the red gloves and Brazil colors for Durinho Burns, the opposite. Durinho really filled out nicely at this weight, man. You know, I think he's only, like, listed an inch taller than me. And uh, welterweights, especially his modern era, are big. Neil Magni with the sidekick there. But Durinho showing he can hang and uh, really worked on his strength and conditioning, which he's really going to need on point if this goes late with someone like Magni, as Magni faints a couple jabs. Durinho with a nice body kick. There were many that talked about the kicking game and the body and leg attacks you, on paper at least, uh, behoove you to incorporate against a Neil Magni. But of course, Magni works with a ton of fine coaches there, the Elevation Fight Team. So we'll see how well he's prepped for any potential leg kicks or body kicks from Durinho. They continue to faint at range 354, 353, 352, 351 of round one as we continue on. A little bit of hip faints from Durinho. Not a bad move. But both fighters, a bit tentative to get offensive. Haha, <laughs> Magni. Matching him with a little bit of hip feints before he lets a front teep that misses from the rear. Both fighters still finding their range. Durinho, the first one to lean, clean, land clean jabs to the surprise of some. And uses the cross to build in, connect to the body lock, and we are down to the mat. 317, 316, 315 in round one. Half guard for Durinho. Let's see if uh, Neil really likes that Damian Maya style getup. He actually went to Maya's. Uh, seminars after he got beat, as you see, as you see him try to reap the knee there, but Durinho smartly unhooks it, kind of crosses and locks his leg up as he looks to head pressure and pass with strikes. Really smart, 
really getting a good posture against the fence, to which Magny tries to weight distribute, kick off to a half guard, a little bit of a float, 243-242 in the round, and a little misdirection for a half guard pass, gets past the legs, but Magny has a bit of a hold of a scramble. Let's see if Magny comes up to a base. He's a bit of a weird, wiry guy, but Dorino, I suspect, can make use of those levers. Controlling behind the knee, very smart. Cradle position, you know I love to see that, whilst Magny still feeds for a kind of a deep half game, though it's a deep, empty half. His bottom leg, of course, not in play. Back to the cradle for Burns. Love that position. Not sure why we don't see more wrestlers do that. 206, 205, 204, 203 into round one. Two minutes to go, folks. And a pass to the other side by Dorino, who is playing uh, playing topside just wonderfully. I mean, that, that should be to the surprise of no one. Obviously, Magni is a, a skilled grappler. But like they say, there are levels, uh, there are ranks. And even amongst the ranks, even amongst the black belt rank, there are levels there, folks. Just like some wrestling styles don't translate or translate better, I should say. Uh, same with certain jiu-jitsu styles. And uh, Dorino has really worked a lot from his... And to mount uh, his already aggressive game that I believe translated well. Really incorporating wrestling with those there down in South Florida. Again, just a wealth of coaches as well for Burns to work with. Curious to see what Magny's coaches have to say if he makes it out of this round, but Burns looks to be going for a submission. Like other Brazilian fighters like Rafael Dos Anjos, who also had the uh, on-paper groundage uh, applied against Magny. I know it sounds like Magny hasn't done well against Brazil. He actually has won here in Brazil and against Brazilian folks, but it is not looking good as Durinho has an arm triangle against the fence. And gets the tap in round one. Oh, wow. Cash those unders if you got it. Cash those Dorino tickets if you bit the chalk. The favorite, Dorino, comes through in Rio, folks. Gives a hand to Henry Hooft. Hopefully Magni is all right. I am furious I missed that one. Good Lord. He didn't give you too much time to get in the action. It was like me the other uh, for Gabriel Bonfim. Um, the reason why that I probably didn't mention that one because uh, – I went to wash my hands real quickly. I spilled something during the intros. And then the soap dispenser was out, and I had to refill it. And the time to refill the soap dispenser, I could hear Bomfim just getting a finish. And I'm like, ah, 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 frantically trying to change it. <laughs> so I, I completely feel you, except, you know, granted, granted, uh, I wasn't I wasn't live changing the soap dispenser. But uh, we're all good, man. We got a party here in the chat. Uh, feel free to give it a like if you haven't already. My man, Ramundo. I'm still the ref basically let Lauren Murphy get slaughtered. Stop the dang fight. I had Andrade by KO. <laughs> well, I, that may explain your stance. I'm just kidding, Ramundo. No, no. I, she looked pretty in pretty bad shape, to be honest. But I, I can't add to that, my man, Ramundo, because I wasn't watching live. Perhaps if other people in the chat, was there was there, was there any points in the chat that you felt that the fight could have arguably been stopped? Um, for Murphy on drives, feel free to react to that question. Feel free to react to the submission that we saw to Burns below. And because uh, we'll have some chat time here, guys. Uh, uh, neither me or Ant are really pitched in to hear broadcast commentary. So if you guys want to turn up your broadcast to, if you, if you care about the post fight interviews, you want to pitch in and feed us, maybe there's something interesting you want us to address, you know, pop it in the chat again there. Um, but yeah, we're, we're here to chop it up and, uh, you know, uh, in between rounds here. 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, now I'm I'm back on now. Is this the the first uh, submission Gilbert Burns has at welterweight? Wow, you know it might be. Um, yeah, it it might be. I want to say so because he hasn't um got one in a minute. He didn't know grappling comps. Yeah, this this is one I I thought that um that Magny would have a little bit longer in there. Um, I, I I thought maybe because he has this this unique ability to to fight in close for someone with his length, uh, and he he seems to be sneaky strong in there too. He's very good at using his leverage against the fence, but I just had a I had a feeling that that was going to benefit him for maybe a half a round or so before Burns you know cracked the code and was and was able to to get him down to the floor and get get the tap. Yeah, yeah. Right now, the graphic just shot across the screen. Back to Burns from the translator. Six wins by knockout, nine by submission is the tag graphic. Crowd shot. Yeah, I think think you're about two seconds ahead of me. Yeah. Burns keeps pointing his finger while he's talking. Yep. Yep. Okay, I'm going to hit a pause, and I'm going to hit a play real quick just to sync up with you, Ant. Folks, you should be be ahead of us. That's totally fine. Derek's still talking. Tweet up in the corner, back to DC now. DC grabs his wrist, point up to the screen. Take a look up at the screen for me, Gilbert. And we're in replay right now. So we're not too far off, Ant. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, five seconds behind you. Okay. One, two, three, four. Play back in. It's the mount. He locks it up. Replay. Yeah, change he's, angle. Yep, yeah, he's changing angle off it. To the Adam uh, Martin tweet is up triangle. on the screen. Robbie Glover tweet on the screen, and we got the tap. Yeah, yeah. The um, man, to get that tap without going completely into side control takes a huge squeeze. Ghost Phantom Andrade still parries and leans back. Any good team will exploit that. Yeah, despite not being like a tall fighter, we're back to the Magni where you go body and leg like we talked about Ghost Phantom and you talked about as well. Um, Andrade, even for a stout fighter, that same rule to your point, Ghost Phantom still applies. You really got to go um, all three levels on her. Um, and uh, But yeah, uh, Gilbert by KO. Is that what you had, uh, Jerry? I think they had him priced about both the same. They really made you choose, Parker. Like uh, Willem <laughs> Dafoe says in Spider-Man on that one. Magni's ring craft is pretty bad. He's already... This is from Ghost Phantom, by the way. He's already behind the black octagon getting taken down. Uh, oh, yeah. This, these must be uh, while the fight's still going on. Apologies, guys. Yep. Yeah, I see you there. Mounted. Um, I see you, James Kendrick, uh, as far as the question goes. Um, I honestly wouldn't mind Whaley going down to and draw uh, to fight Brazil, uh, in Brazil. I don't feel like it's any disservice, unfair, or a disservice to her. Uh, as far as people being hypocritical about it or anything like that, I haven't seen that uh, any recently. Again, I think everybody's kind of turned on on Whaley uh, and, and seem to be you know uh, supporting and high on her, which is good for her. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we just got to wait to see if they even make that, and then I, I'd say just give see how people react and give him a chance and go off of there my man james kendrick thank you for chiming in as usual sir burns by sub yes sir jerry harper that is ended up getting there i hope people haven't forgotten how good burns is on the ground jerry harper says yeah i don't think so we're getting set for the co-main event you got davis and figueredo shadow boxing on my screen you guys should be a little bit ahead i'm working my way through the chat here um yep brandon moreno now warming up on my screen 
James Kendrick, I see. I, hopefully you heard me my answer for there. If not, uh, you know me, man. I'll always answer your questions in the future, sir. All right. Yep, Brandon Moreno on my screen, too, doing the circles. Doing the circles. Yep. Got to love the circles. That's looks, right. Looks goofy, but it's a great warm-up. You know, I'm curious right, this is, um, how that uh, safe side is going to fit with the corner there. I, I think I think good to be honest, but I'm um, I'm curious. Yeah, I I, I mean, is I'm he in the corner tonight, or I I believe so. I mean, I hope so. Uh, he's um, Moreno has had some um, some serious coaching changes in the yeah. last several years. I mean, like his entire run um, through the through this Davison Figueroa phase in his career has been with several different coaches at the helm. So, I, it, you know, typically we see that, that camp change, it takes a fight or two before you really start seeing the results. But he had to be a fast learner with James Krause. Um, I'm sure he'll be a fast learner um, with, with the team at Fortis as well. So I'm very curious to see what new wrinkles are added to his game tonight. Me too as well. Me too. I think that, uh, you know, I think having a, someone like Safe, uh, you know, saying – firing commands and I think that's going to be good because Moreno you know we saw a little bit in the last fight we saw it like in his fight with Pettis and some of these five round fights where they kind of like uh, almost uh, check out at times or get off the game plan and uh, safes uh, I think is really good for keeping on on a, on a fighter at least in their head for that so I, I, you know we'll see we'll see how we'll see how it goes I picked Moreno here but uh, you know uh, no major feeling on it. I won't let that uh, bias or anything come into the broadcast, but that that is who I did pick for what it's worth, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, um, you know, I'm amazed at the, the Brazilian crowd. I mean, they've been hyped for a lot of what's been going on, but to see the stands not totally packed it is it's kind of bizarre, you know, considering the last time they went to Brazil, like how long it's been and the the sort of you know Brazilian firepower that's on this card, I, I would think that they would have been there from start to finish. Yeah, I almost want to know from like uh, you know uh, uh, Brazilian media as far as both a what the temperature was, as far as excitement, and b more importantly, what was the economy to ticket price equation like? You know, I mean right. we're getting hit hard here too, even with uh, as far as some prices, expensive venues are, are just even more expensive than usual for whatever that's worth. So. I'm sure they got to be feeling some of some, some their own version of that, but that that's out of my ballpark. Right, and we're also talking about the eighty dollar pay per view here. So yeah, you know, people are getting priced out all over the place. And also, yes. let's also let's also not forget that Brazil just days ago was you know subject to you know a a violent insurrection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever sort of political instability is going on, and what. What the temperature of just walking around the streets of Brazil feels like right now could play a big part in people showing up to enjoy things like sports. Wait, so you're saying that not everybody is doing um, really generic rap videos like the UFC was producing, uh, singing about Jose Aldo and a bunch of other fighters that are no longer in the UFC? I'm thankful that I missed that. I I, I'm, I think I had the TV <laughs> on mute or something when that was going on dealing with my kids. So I'm so happy I missed that. But I'll. I'll check it out. I'll check it out later. Um, make sure that I'm on an empty stomach so I don't, you know, let anything loose. That's um, that sounds dreadful. I mean, it was bringing me back to all the poor choice '90s programming that was trying to jump on the cool hip hop train for Saturday morning programming, <laughs> and we didn't have TiVos and stuff back then, folks. So we had to just sit through and eat it to get to our show. You know, <laughs> was it better than the IFL rap? Oh my goodness, that's a throwback. Uh. 
I mean, better how? Like, produced in video quality or, like, overall uh, less embarrassing? Like, it depends on what... Yeah, that- was it... It depends yeah, what was it me- easier to get we're through? using. I think it was. I think it was easier to get through just because of uh, production. But again, man, I'll tell you. Let me know if it gives you like all those like really bad '90s like uh, just. Ah, I mean, it didn't age well then. You know what I'm saying? And we were watching. Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> if we went back to look. Like, that's what it reminded me of. Like if we had a time machine to watch, you know. Uh, uh, Captain Planet gets streetwise. Like, oh no! Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a hip hop head too, so I'm very critical of stuff like that. I'm actually I'm I okay, used to yeah. rap, so I'm very critical about rap music. So if I saw that, um, if I saw that, I, I'd have been been hurting. But the IFL rap definitely caused me physical pain when I first saw it. I, I was definitely hurting. Um, but I'll say this: at least it's a departure from new metal, because the UFC has this. This strange allegiance to uh, a style of music that died out like what fifteen years ago. It is a certain like period in time. Like we, we I, I was a part of that first uh, media tour for the Apex, and we went. Data White took took everyone to his office with the couches and the Amanda Nunes portrait, which I'm convinced that I'm like he doesn't seem like a big Amanda Nunes fan. I feel like that was more just like an fu to cyborg narrative that was going on. But anyways, yeah. uh, the other thing that stood out to me in the office was. And it was funny. Of all the things he was particularly proud of, he tried to, Data tried to pass a like a party bowl off to everybody, and he's like, "You guys want some gum?" And we're like, "Why does he want like what is it trick gum?" And we look down and there's a bowl, but it's like, God, was it dentine ice or polar ice? But I forget, oh, like, like old school gum. Yeah, like it just it had its window where it was like hot, right? Like yeah, it was like you want gum? Oh, it's like yeah. oh yeah, someone's offering me good gum. I'm not even gonna turn that down. I'm not even a gum person, and like you know from like junior high school boys who don't know anything about girls to hot older girls and everything in between everybody was chewing on those things from like the late 90s to early 2000s new metal era right it's again yeah. has nothing I, to do I with mean, new metal but it, that era dana just locks on anything it, in that era he's like this is this like, is me forever it's like him wearing like his high school varsity jacket or something like you're captain of the football team and and you're still got the jacket on dude that's funny you say that because he was literally like he gave us a look like of, of all things that he showed us that he could have genuinely be like you guys are impressed right we would have been like yeah that's pretty damn impressive dana of all things he pulled that card for it was for the dentine ice boy he goes look look dentine ice. Look, remember this huh huh he did oh, the wow. huh? huh he was so proud like he was like i'm so- Buddy, not everybody lives in your world. I don't know if you've noticed this now yet, but <laughs> I, I'm just—I'm really surprised that that he didn't pass out Banaka and and Axe body spray. Yeah, if he passed out Banaka, I would have ran because I'm like, what he's going to spin the bottle with the media members? Jesus, get out of here! Get the f- out of here, Jesus! Right? And that's what I think when I think of Banaka. Like you see people passing Banaka, playing spin the bottle. <laughs> Folks, these are games that when you didn't ha- when you grew up before the internet, like me and Ant, you played these kind of games. Okay, you had to subject yourself to bad rap on TV, mainstream programming that you couldn't TiVo or pause pass, and really crappy social games. Really crappy social games. Like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> man, I, I swear it's like the UFC lives in the past. It's hilarious. Like, I, I almost admire the commitment to something that's so far out of style it took them so long to get rid of face the pain oh jesus to the point to the point where i almost didn't want them to get me rid too of i was gonna say like, i was so sad just, just keep it it's just just keep it it's it's your identity just keep it you know except do you remember when they did that dubstep face the pain ah uh, those are always the worst that was the worst thing i've ever heard in my life 
I was at a bar watching that. I almost threw a shot glass at the TV. It was so bad. I was mad, too, because I think it was, like, not too long after BJ Edgar 3, where uh, I finally got to see a BJ Penn fight live for the first time. And despite I knew that sadness was going to happen, what was even sadder um, than seeing him just get demolished, if you were still a fan of his, or if I was still a fan of his, but then I was, but uh, was the fact that the hey Allah hey, you know, the... the the, the Brada is walkout. He did a dubstep version of that, and I was just like, I, right when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely getting drill, <laughs> drilled into the ground tonight. This is not good. This is a bad omen. Yeah, I you know, I had a um a BJ Penn live experience, too, that I knew what was going to happen, but it was like, okay, I did get to see BJ Penn live. That was uh, against no. Ryan Hall at uh, UFC 232. <laughs> that was a weird kind of depressing, right? Because it wasn't, like, brutal, but it was like, oh, he, he taps? Aww. Yeah, that, that, that's... <laughs> It was this, this unique wrinkle of pain I didn't know I could feel. Like, oh, this is this is really bad. All right, well, we got uh, Moreno yep. now um, at the, uh, what do they call that thing? The, the, the prep point? Yeah, the prep point. That's actually the, the right word for it. He's taking yeah, his shirt I just, off. I wasn't sure of the sponsor, so, you know, they, they have it like the Corn Nuts prep point or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Corn Nuts isn't a thing anymore in the UFC, is it? Uh, it could be, but the fact that Mike Goldberg isn't around, we just haven't noticed it because he really loved that. <laughs> he really loved that ad line. All right, he's getting Vaseline right meow on the stake.com, folks. Remember to bet there, but, you know, uh, fighters no, no longer allowed to even um, shout them out. Didn't they say when they were taking the gambling rights away from fighters that they were still going to allow them the sponsorships and now conveniently they knocked the two major yeah. ones out? Hmm. Of course. Um I mean, it, and at least if the fighters were getting a cut of the the money that DraftKings is giving the UFC, okay, cool. But we know that's not the case. Yeah, and by the way, folks, uh, you know, any future employers listening, obviously, I would not be talking about your company like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not normal actually, walk-in yeah, commentary point. criticizing the uh, sponsorship. I'm sure if we turned on, I'm, I'm sure DC and them wouldn't be blasting sponsorship right now. You know, <laughs> on the live yeah, broadcast. Of course. A- absolutely and DraftKings if you're hiring I'm looking so he's good, <laughs> he's good folks he's good yes promise I promise I'm yeah. I'm not this much of a, of a savage all the time yes yes of course once the action uh, kicks in folks we are uh, going to be getting our professional reps in just making those uh, you know just I'm not beyond calling myself out and making the distinction before we, 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 we go we, yeah. we start playing here Little small talk before we get to business, That's right. you know, because we, we can only talk through the commercials, but so much about the fights itself without giving away too much of whatever biases or whatever thoughts, preconceived notions we have and whatnot. I, I just want to talk about the action that that we have as yeah. it's going on without that that um that thing on my back that's, that's forcing <laughs> me to uh to to look at it a certain way or frame uh, the action in a particular manner. Yeah, no kidding. No All kidding. right, so. We're about to get a boss walkout from the champion, uh, Davidson Figueroa. He does feel like a, uh, not that he's a, a bad guy, but he does feel like the, a bad guy in a video game vibes, doesn't he? Like with his walkout and his his, his pageantry, if you will. Yeah, he has a um, a particular sort of pride feel to him, just in general, just the persona. Mm. It's like this over-the-top persona that somehow is still kind of overstate, uh, understated. The, you know, like, even like the weigh-ins, he's got the... Um, He's got the the glasses with the gold chain around them to, you know, a, a, a device that you would normally classify with like a nerd to have. It's like a pocket protector almost to have those little chain thing around yeah. the, the 
the earpieces of your glasses, and he's got a, a, a gold decked out one that's just sparkling with this gaudy big gold watch. Like he's, he, you know, wearing the, the expensive suits and whatnot. But that's actually something that I, I think is we need to be considering in this fight. The, the only reason why this, this, um, quadruple uh, fights from these two is, is occurring is because Figueroa, I think, was feeling himself in the first fight. Like, mm -hmm. he came in there with that unbeatable aura and he found someone who didn't buy into the aura that night. Yeah, and, he wasn't feeling that apparently that night, too, which was the insane part. Right. And, and that was that was a, a, a classic fight from, from wow. both men. He's filled out. And, and, we've, and we've seen their their bravado has kind of gone back and forth throughout their their previous fights and i'm curious which way that momentum is going to swing tonight because we have someone in uh Figueroa who is who should be supremely confident coming into his home country with the actual championship having that previous victory over moreno but moreno on the other hand has picked up a, a ridiculously well win against uh, uh kaikar france uh, he's added new wrinkles to his game as coaching has expanded for him. Uh, and and on top of that, out of the, the fights that these two gentlemen have, have had, he's the only one that's had a finish. So you've got to go in there with, with your chest poked out a little extra high. If, if the, the problem is, which one is going to be feeling their bravado too much to where it becomes a danger, to where they they underestimate what's coming at them? Yeah, because one thing we we haven't seen from these two gentlemen is a warm up period in any one of their fights. That's true. It's I think you're right though. So much of it is ultimately um, <clears throat> mental, uh, which sounds cliche. But if you look at these shortcomings or potential adjustments that could have been made in this series, um, or you know the overconfidence of Moreno here or the overconfidence of Figueredo there, so much of it strikes on these mental chords and attitudes that you speak of. Rain Lambert in the chat. Dan, what would your walkout music be? And would your nickname be Jack Slack the Human Backpack? Uh, I've had nicknames given to me that were both Dirty Dan and Handsome Dan. I'm okay with both those. Would probably prefer Dirty, to be honest. And uh, I talked with, about this with Ant, actually, last time we were doing our test. But uh, Portugal the Man was uh, All Your Light would be a, a one. But I was, I was going to come out to Still Dre uh, for a, a couple reasons uh, on the this last one. Ant, he didn't ask you, but I, answer for the masses. What would your walkout song be? You know, I'm my typical thing would be some sort of hardcore rap. Like I'm thinking Dead Prez, I'm an African, um Papoose's song. I like Dead um, Prez. Yeah, uh Turn It Up. Uh, those are those are two that immediately mm -hmm. come to mind. Maybe CNN's Bang Bang. But really, if I'm if I've got one fight and just one song that I'm gonna walk out to for my entire mixed martial arts, kickboxing, boxing, whatever combat career, I'm gonna go Jackie Wilson higher and higher. I'm going to go the complete opposite direction. I'm going to go positive. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, I like the energy on that one. I like that. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Of course, the Davison Figueredo and the fourth fight with Phantom Moreno is getting set here, folks. Bruce Buffer is excited. You know he's excited, Brucey. By the way, low-key, I love when the uh, UFC broadcast commentary always takes uh, inside shots and strays at uh, Bruce Buffer. That's always <laughs> a low-key funny moment for, for those who notice that. Herb Dean. Yes, Herb Dean, the well-traveled mixed martial arts officiating veteran Herb Dean, who gets more of a pop from the crowd than a lot of the fighters. He, he is a fixture at this point, man. You know, uh, I, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I haven't been at, you know, 
house parties back in the day where you know, whoever had uh, something lit may have put it to the screen whenever they showed Herb Dean and would make the <laughs> herb joke like we haven't heard it a thousand times before, but I always had a friend to do it every time. Anyways, neither here nor there. We got Miranda Moreno <laughs> getting announced in. Shouts to anybody else who did that, by the way. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, how are you, are you feeling the energy from these two gentlemen right now? Are, are we are we seeing any any flaws in the armor that are visible right now? Yeah, the only thing I, I tend to look at, and I guess Figueredo would be the guilty one as far as uh, summing it up as we get close to here, I look for the Ronda Rousey-Holly Holm. I can't think of it, but there's been plenty of times where a fighter like a, a Rousey, they don't have to be undefeated, but they show uncharacteristic anger and aggression that really doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. That's always a huge red flag, especially if it's like a fighter that's... It's even more if it's a fighter that's favored to beat the other one, which Figueredo is not. This is a tightly lined folks, uh, line, folks, a near pick em as we close here. Right. Um, you know, one thing that I, I thought we might see, but in hindsight, I guess it's not that big of a shock. I wanted to see if Henry Cejudo was going to corner uh, Davison for this one. Yeah, you know, uh, we got some people in our chat like Ghost Phantom and whatnot who uh, train and have some uh, info over there at Fight Ready. And uh, basically, uh, yeah, they they had a tough time with Figueredo's discipline, and that's what he's going to need in this fight. His discipline or the game plan from Fight Ready, I think, is what got him to win the last fight. So that's a great point to bring up as we lead in here and get ready for the count-in on round one. Where will Figueredo and Moreno's discipline be for the fourth fight? I will count us in on my stream. They are getting ready. Figueredo looks huge. Yeah, he does. And he they're in UFC years. clock on the screen. 458, 57, 56, 55, 54, 53, 52. We're pretty close right. at. And a takedown attempt yep. from Moreno. Wow, that was a fast takedown attempt from Moreno. Past the legs, thankfully, from that guillotine that's really strong for Figueredo, but he's yeah, passed. He's, he's still holding on to it, though. Um, wonder what he plans to do from this. Maybe use it as a some a basis for a sweep, perhaps? Yeah, if he is, we're going to have to watch that left foot of Figueredo, see if it converts to an instep butterfly in, on Moreno's right thigh. You know, just when I was about to say, as as the two were were kind of setting up their stand up position, and Moreno took that that outside warning track, I was thinking, okay, he's going to go back to the countering game uh, that that has worked very well against uh, Figueroa and trying to trying to push him his agenda and, and force a good counter. But uh, looks like he decided to switch things up and go straight to the ground. Uh, let's see how that plays out for him. Absolutely. Three minutes, 55 seconds left to go in the first round. Off to a fast start despite it being on the ground, which benefits, I think, Moreno. Not just because he's on top, but maybe he's getting Figueredo to use some energy on his arms. And there's a sweep you called for. There's a sweep. Yep. They're back up. Uh, Moreno looking pretty unfazed by by the whole thing. Figueredo as well. So they're back reset. Center of the cage. Now a a bit of a measuring uh, point for both couple couple feints that are that neither one is biting on. Yeah, feints are going to be important for both. Figueredo didn't have him in his second fight. Yeah, swing and miss on the leg kick for Moreno. Yeah, I like that they're both trying to kick. One of the common threads in researching this fight for me, Ant, was seeing the fighter that took the early kicking initiative ended up winning each fight. So that just something to think about, something to chew on, and the kicking initiative all also led to the counter traffic both these fighters 
are counterfighters. So that's the traffic they want to control. Absolutely. And I think it's also very important to watch for those leg kicks uh, against Moreno. He mm-hmm. just doesn't check a lot of them. And we've seen that as a common thread through a lot of his fights. He just yep. simply absorbs them. And if you're going to be a movement-based fighter, if you're going to be uh, around the ring and at the pace that these flyweights fight at, you want your leg to be in in, in working condition. Figueredo looks the biggest I've ever seen him in this series, I think. Yeah, he this really is fell um, down tonight. He he does, and and the funny thing is, he looked exactly the way he did on the scale as, as the other three fights. So <laughs> yeah, what he did different, you know, the night after is God knows, but it's it looks good on him. He he looks like he's he's filled in and shouldn't present any real weaknesses body wise. Uh, due to the cut, hopefully. Yeah, and I'm not just ogling over his muscles, folks. Obviously, he has those nice kick to the body, but in comparison to Moreno, which we've seen them in with each other for a while, another body shot from Moreno. Oh, wow. Nice return. combination from Moreno. Oh, another uh, shot attempt. Yep. Uh, I'm with they stuffs it. 144, 143. Shot oh, off the break. off the break from Moreno. Yeah, nice shot off the break. Back to the 1-2. old coming in but um moreno is not he's not playing the simple counter game this time he's this is mixing up the aggression very well i think it's it's aggression in spots yeah I'll, I'll be curious to see if he counters in combination as he gets more comfortable as the fight goes on extended exchanges have benefited moreno from the jump in their series so that's another area but again getting those from figgy a hard thing to do folks oh leg kick into the takedown attempt another elbow moreno off the break. lands it but uh, Figueroa goes into the takedown attempt, doesn't get it. Elbow off the break from Moreno. Body shot to the overhand from Moreno. Nice combination. Reminded me of Leon Edwards with that left uh, elbow off the break a second ago. That was that was very slick. I think I'm a couple seconds ahead. Going to pause and play. You're good. Keep going. About 48, 47, 46. All right. Shot yep. from Moreno. Secures He's got the it. takedown. 38, 37, 36, 35. Figueroa still has wrist control. Just let it go. Uh, wrapping that leg up. Uh, now, yep, wrapping that leg up. Yep. Going for uh, some sort of leg lock. And looks and like 50, now they're changing the leg lock positions. Oh, he's got he's got a heel hook. Ooh, ooh, that looks nasty. He's, he's got, got the heel. heel. It looks it's a, it's a deep one. Moreno like. trying to get his knee out and trying to pry it off while Figueroa tweaks at the heel. Game of inches here, folks. Wow. I don't know how much torque it was, but not enough to make him tap. A little illegal kick there. Yeah, illegal kick uh, didn't stop the action there. One of the uh, the rules that we we would like to see changed. All right, yeah. If you're both on the ground, you're not downed opponents. That would definitely be fun. I agree with that one there. Round one comes to a close. Of course, we are not scoring, folks, because we are calling the fight. But that was definitely a competitive round. Feel free to submit your scores in the chat, uh, and we'll uh, give those love and look at those uh, when we can. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, exciting round from both men. And and, and still, it, it's hard to see exactly what the strategy is because we, see, we saw them both kind of shift gears and kind of go off rhythm several times there. So I'm very curious if, if a game plan is going to solidify itself as the action continues or at this point – these are two guys who know each other very well. They've spent a long time fighting one another. Maybe they know each other well enough to where you could just throw them in the cage as long as they're in shape and things will start presenting themselves. Yep. All right, getting ready to start round two. 
All right, here we go. And we are in a competitive round one, 456, 455, 454, and counter shots from Moreno, a one-two follows. Measuring yeah, each so other. He's, he's, he's sticking to that warning track. Yeah. Moreno, it's like, like in the outside game. Oh, nice body kick uh, caught by Figueroa, and he takes it to the ground. See if Moreno uses that cage to stand or if he's going to try to attack and do a little bit of guard play first, but that fence is right at his back and head. Yeah, it looks like he's he's trying to kick off on the hip there. Justin Gates. Smash against the fence. Looks like he's getting stacked up. That's right. Some scores coming in from Moreno. That's who I thought maybe I might have had it in my head, but I'm not trying to score or throw anybody off. That's just coming in from Twitter, folks. They're back up in a scramble. Nice reversal for Moreno. Uh, hook off the break. Yeah. He, is, he seems to be really focusing mm -hmm. on striking as the, the clinches separate. So Very smart. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you see why he's not afraid for the clinch. He's planning on, on attacking on the way out at least. Both guys have traded off the breaks throughout the series. But, yes, Moreno definitely having that initiative tonight. Let's see if he can get other initiatives in his favor. Uh, Figueredo coming forward. The takedown attempt stuffed by Figueroa. Uh, knee on the break there um, from Moreno. I like these takedown looks from Moreno. He he doesn't seem to care if he gets them or not. I think they're just trying to overload his system, which is a very safe Saud, James Krause style coaching. Remember, they made the game plan with uh, James Krause, who obviously cannot be here, and said that Saud came up with a similar game plan on his own, which is what sold Moreno there. And those are both those coaches' MOs. I think we're seeing that play out, really trying to overload the champion with volume as Moreno. Definitely. It appears to be working. Um, nice overhand counter by a hook from Figueroa. Yes. 1-2. Uh, uh, Figueroa fires back with the right hand. Again, that's why it's hard to exchange, extend exchanges on him, folks. It's it's not as easy as it sounds, uh, Figueredo, as we're seeing. He still has hard, punctuating counters every time Moreno is attacking. So, His leg kick partially checked, although you can argue how much you can check those calf kicks. I think the raising checks don't work as good for calf kicks personally. You need more than Jose Aldo turn the shin out while still keeping a plant to the ground. Uh, my stream just... Malfunction there, so I'm, right. I'll be back up in just a moment. All good. I'll feed in timestamps while commentating. Of course, a little scramble there. Figueredo gets topside, but then a slow, a, a sweep, and then Moreno in a guillotine right now on top. But how tight is the guillotine? He's got Figueredo pressed against the fence. May limit how much Figueredo can flex. It looks like he's on the face, but Figueredo is just strong no matter what he has. I mean. Looks like he's crowding out, and he is out. There, That was a scary moment, though. Anytime Figueredo grabs onto the neck, it's a scary moment. That was a fun exchange. It was a failed takedown attempt that cost him Moreno position. He did those classic jujitsu sweeps that you see in gi class, holding the ankle, used it to get on top, but went right into a guillotine. Of course, he is out on top now, 127, 126, 125 to go in round number two. Figueredo looks like he's definitely catching his breath here, which is understandable. They have been fighting at a high pace, but it is something to watch out for, folks. Good weight cuts, bad weight cuts. Um, this guy's been overdue to be going up, arguably, according to some. So the gas tank, worth watching on Figueredo, who is on bottom with 105, 104, 103 left to go in round two. 
Moreno using good head position to kind of pin Figueredo's head against the fence. Really uncomfortable. Nice folding elbow over the top as Figueredo tries to get his legs in play. Butterflies looking to get a little more active. He's got the fence to his back, so let's see if he uses that to stand. Especially with Moreno being a good back taker, but uh, as we get to the 32, 31, 32nd mark of the round, you got to wonder if Figueredo, especially if he is fatiguing, uh, wants to just kind of reserve rest and get a second wind, if you will, heading into round three. Moreno continues to work on top. Wrist control, downward elbow, love that to the body. Slices one to the head. Oh my goodness, I'd say that made blood, but that was uh, just the red streak in Dice Duguera's head, <laughs> who is still on the bottom. Four, three, two, and round one is over. Moreno ending up on top. I imagine it's going to be 2-0 on a, a lot of scorecards out there for Moreno. Again, we're not scoring, folks, but... Feel free to give the video a like. Let us know in the chat uh, what where you have it scored. Replay showing the guillotine scare, if you will. Unfortunately, not enough. Uh, even if you are grading that as a catch, which I would... Uh, you know, as according to jiu-jitsu tournament metrics, which, of course, are not the scoring criteria, but with it lacking in the metrics for grading grappling as well as the interpretation to what we see, uh, you know me. I always got to try to include that for those of you that are scoring or trying to keep that mindset in mind. Of course, we're getting set for round three here. Got Ant Walker with me on the broadcast. We're going into round three. We got Dice Duguera on the camera. See if he's got his breath bat. Let's see how much he was able to recover. Herb Dean counts us in. Round three is live. And the graphics counter is up 453, 452, 451, 450. As we make our way into round three. Of course, that outside track position that Ant Walker was referring to, that is where Moreno is residing to start this round as well. This has been his main operating space. Uh, for the series, especially with Figueredo's pressure. Moreno always been a competent counterfighter, though, so he is fine with this inherently. I don't know how narrow his stance is. I haven't been watching that too narrowly. I know my man Ghost Phantom, uh, who mentioned the, of course, downward elbow in the guard, because he, he knows what's up there. Uh, I'm not sure how much of his stance or how much anyone else has been paying to attention to his stance, but Moreno definitely kicking and using his lead leg a lot, almost as, a, you know, good offense makes a good defense kind of a saying in reverse there, if you will. <clears throat> if he's using the leg to kick, it's not there to be kicked, right? It almost seems like he has that mindset sometimes. Figueredo stalking forward. Big misses for Moreno. Figueredo really needs more feints to pull those misses out and then perhaps, obviously, capitalize. Feints was a big key. Oh, it was a punch. It looked like a punch. It looked like a punch. Yep, it was a punch. Figueredo called for the eye poke. Herb rightfully didn't bite on it. Um, even if it's a knuckle to the eye, even if it's that weird catch of the glove, folks, um, that, is, that is not an eye poke. I know we had that with E. Gay Jackson um, that kind of came back into the lexicon. But, uh, 
yeah, this wasn't even open-handed. It was a, it would look like a close-handed hook, and uh, far be it from me to uh, accuse a poor form on a Moreno hook. That's his best shot. He is on top with 259, 258, 257, 256 to go in round three. Uh, Figueroa looks to be composing himself. Uh, for a second, it looked like it maybe you know could have been uh, on our way out. A dramatic uh, temperature change, but. Uh, Whatever is bothering his eye, well, it's causing blood, but he is settling into a high guard to try to control Moreno's posture so he doesn't get any more strikes. Yeah, that eye looks to be swelling, too. That is Figueredo's right eye. Again, it was a left hook that did it. Just happened to hit him in the eye and probably a uh, knuckle-pointing uh, area or uh, where the glove, the rubber meets the proverbial road as far as the glove ending to the finger. Um, not an eye poke, though. We had to see the replay, but, uh, you know, as a betting man, if you're asking me to bet, I don't think it is. Figueredo trying to kick off the hips to break free with 207, 206, 205. But Moreno really following with his hips and landing strikes where he can. <clears throat> I don't know if the referee is warning or not, or if he should be warning. I don't think so. But just to keep the referee off your back and to make sure the judges are grading you properly, it's always good for the top person to continue to the score. Of course, it doesn't hurt for the bottom person either, but whether they're attacking with strikes or submissions to parlay that standing. Right now, Figueredo looking just to hold on after that little burst a moment ago. 134, 133, 132 left in the round. Figueredo also right in front of his corner as Moreno continues to land strikes from the bottom and up kick. Looked like it maybe took Moreno and knocked his balance off a bit. I don't know how clean it landed or how legal a clean land would have been in that scenario. Again, funny down fighter rules. It's a bit of a scramble where Moreno popped back up from his knees to come down. But referee says game on with 104, 103 left. One minute now to go in round three. Again, hit the like if you haven't already. We are here, Ant Walker and I, Dan Tom, MMA, for UFC 283 Ultimate Commentary via Daniel Tom YouTube channel, Daniel Tom MMA YouTube channel, Protect Your Neck Podcast, home of, which will be on their feeds. Of course, Moreno still on topside with 30 seconds left in round three. That eye is not looking any better. Referee looks to be calling for more action, like I just uh, said could be a possibility. And Moreno listens, not only postures up to strike, but ends up in side control with some decent shoulder pressure, which he lets off to land some elbows, I presume. Oh, a nice almost ghost roll escape, as I've heard it referred to. But Moreno stays on top for the final five, four, three, two, one to close round three. And that is possibly three rounds in the book for Moreno. There it is. It looks like it lands like ridge hand style for you uh, karate Charlie Murphy fans out there. Shout out to Charlie Murphy. <laughs> One of the only times I saw him do stand-up live, he had a ridge hand reference, and, you know, you know, I went nuts. But, yeah, Moreno <laughs> hits him with that little kind of thumb slash side of the fist as I, as I, as I showed a camera here, folks, uh, this area right here. Um, closed fist, legal. So uh, got to give credit where credit's due, folks. Props to Herb Dean. It is hard to catch these things uh, to be an eagle eye in those situations. Herb Dean's eyes has been criticized before, but 
you know, you, you you see him catch these things live in the action. That is all you can ask for. The, these uh these are very difficult jobs. So that was a great great uh, non call by the referee there, as the cut man operates on Figueroa's eye in between corners. Looks bad. All right, I'm back up. My man. All right. We got Ant Walker back for championship rounds. Make sure you follow him. You see the name tag there right below him, Ant Walker MMA. That's exactly where you can find him on Twitter, as well as me, at DanTomMMA uh, on Twitter, right below me, as the doctor checks in on, on Figueredo's eye. Um, hopefully this doctor wants to make it back to his place because, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you saw how much uh, guff the uh, New York doc got, but these folks are in there for the fighters' protections, folks, so... Uh, that is their job in there. Can't imagine the doctor would make it. And they call it. Wow, and it's called. Oh, and there it is. They, Doesn't let uh, him go. Protect that Cannot doctor see. right now. That yep, Brazilian crowd him right is now. not going to be happy with him. Um, but, I mean, hey, fighter safety yes, first. Yes, I'm all for fighter safety, obviously, folks. Um, we are not uh, We're providing an alternate broadcast. We are not in tune to the actual broadcast. But feel free to chime in with your opinions in the chat. Uh, obviously, me and Ant are, are for fighter safety, not just saying that for any faux broadcast. If I could speak for Ant, uh, you know, uh, we love violence, but we're not blood hungry, folks. You know, we love the violence, but it doesn't mean we're blood hungry at the same time. So uh, vision is really important, you know, um, not to get dark, but man, I feel like, which is a symptom you can get from too much head trauma. But Shogun looked like he was sporting like a lazy eye over his left eye that I don't remember having. But it kind of makes sense from all the right hands he took from just Dan Henderson alone. Um, eye issues, folks. There are a lot of fighters that have them that you don't realize. So never critique a fighter or, or the doctors for making these calls on the eyes. They're very serious things. Absolutely, absolutely. No complaints to that stoppage, says Ghost Phantom. Yeah, I mean, that was his eye looked horrible. It looked horrible, and there's no way that someone with a conscience and a medical degree can allow someone to, to still sustain damage to that exact same area any longer. Yeah. Jerry Harper says, are you fucking kidding me? Jerry Harper, does that mean you were on the over like I was? Breaking the fourth wall, I actually bet the over, so I don't cash a bet, and I'm I'm still okay with it for what it's worth, folks. Um, again, fighter safety, uh, obviously, but uh, I'm sure that that will definitely color opinions, uh, and I, I'm not above that, so I'm not hating. But uh, I am still curious of your guys' opinions, so thank you for sharing them. I appreciate that. Herbalicious is rain, Lamina. <laughs> it's over. It is, indeed. Um, you know, and, and I don't know what chance uh, Figueredo might have had, too, being down three rounds. I don't know if he was going to get a 10-8 in the last rounds. I never like saying that, too. You know, I think, uh, you know, Alves Dalby, everybody was like, what, no matter what happens, Dalby's winning round three and Alves lost clearly but he actually won round three right so I definitely never want to write a fighter off but yeah this case with the eye uh, I, I, I cannot hit yeah. safety man so perhaps to yeah, on this team it's very easy to kind of get in, to get caught in the moment and just hope that a fighter can make that miraculous comeback or they could just land that one shot that's going to change things and they can battle back through all this adversity unfortunately though the the typical outcome is typical for a reason that's what's going to happen 99 times out of 100 if that's what you think is going to happen yeah. and that's what all the logic points to that's probably what's going to happen and when you see someone with an eye that badly damaged continuing a professional fist fight may not be the best thing for them long term absolutely absolutely and you know you, you really uh 
You really nail it there when you say the word long term, right? I mean, again, back to these eye injuries, they can they can be a they can be serious stuff. Of course, Moreno's having a post fight. Sorry, folks, we we, uh, we can't provide commentary on that. So again, feel free to turn us down and turn your live broadcasts up. If there's anything notable, you can of course, or just any opinions you want to share, of course, shout it in the chat. Uh, I'll get to it when I can. <laughs> All right. No Dana to put the belt on Moreno it was Mick Maynard. I noticed. Was... Uh, did Dana not make the trip to Brazil? I don't know. Now I'm trying to think if I even remember seeing him, folks. Have you seen him on the broadcast? Feel free to uh, you know uh, chime in on the chat there. He's got a he's got slappers to take care of. My Twitter feed is down. Oh yeah, I just I just got back up again. Pause. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm ahead. very um very excited to to get some post fight talking about what's next for for the flyweight division because are we are we running this back? Four fifth time, especially with a with an ending like this. No, because I think Figueredo finally admitted, which is something that I've been forecasting and many have been, that he's going up to bantamweight. Uh, I'm sure people can confirm as Figueredo is getting interviewed now. I know you should never take for the fighter saying immediately after a fight too seriously, but uh, he expresses his intentions to moving up to bantamweight. I hope he does. Put him against Peter Yan, man. Um, that's the, that's been my dream fight since 2018. Uh, to see these guys fight, uh, Davison Figueredo and Peter Yan. I feel like there's just so much bulletproof matchmaking you can do with Davison. 35 years old. Don't make this guy cut the weight anymore. He might be retiring. Who knows? He's doing the gloves off thing, and he's holding his yeah, gloves Yeah, he's got the, the gloves air. off now. So uh, definitely not at flyweight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, MMA retirements, hashtag MMA retirement. Shout out to Sean Sheehan. Don't take those too seriously, especially when they happen right after a head trauma-inducing fight. Uh, but, yeah, I, I doubt flyweight. Um, Jerry Harper says, I mean, this was a title fight in their fourth meeting. How many fighters fight championship rounds with their eyes swollen shut? Um, I hear what you're saying, Jerry Harper, but that, that, that reminds me, actually. Thank you for saying that because it, it reminded me something I wanted to say to Ant with his last uh, spiel on it, which was uh, which I agree on, which is that like uh, in boxing, um, not only is the logic, and, and Ant used that word logic, not only is the logic uh, to protect the fighter and save the fighter more common, but it's also more common in practice. In other words, we actually mm -hmm. see corners, we actually see the systems that are set up, you know, uh, actually work. You know, uh, whereas they fail with Volkanovski, Ortega, you know, Herb Dean, the ringside doctors in the corner, all failed Ortega for a fight that could have been stopped multiple times in round three to round four. Um, the checks and balances actually worked like they were supposed to. Now, unfortunately, you know, I or maybe you lose some money if you're playing on the gaming side of that. Yeah, that sucks, certainly, and I don't, uh, you know, I, I feel for you there. But as far as uh, calling it down the middle and, and how the rules and sport is, you know, arguably supposed to function, th this is what it's supposed to look like. We're supposed to protect these guys and gals. So um, I can honestly tell you no BS uh, that I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, agreed. Totally agree with that. Uh, you know, it it was 
I mean, we just saw Lauren Murphy take a hellacious beating from Jessica Andrade. Right, yeah. You know, a, a fight where Lauren Murphy's corner probably should be should be thinking about letting that white tail get thrown into into the middle of the cage. Um there needs to be more of that boxing mentality in mixed martial arts. Yes. Save these men and women to fight the next day. Yes, absolutely. And, and I'm not trying to get too deep into that because then that leads us to the uh, no-win conversation of MMA fighter pay, of course. Of course. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do stand. I, I think we're definitely in lockstep there, sir. Um, and Rain Lamina, the Maynard of Mick. You like that, Dan? I do like that because it didn't get me canceled <laughs> like all your other stuff you send at me to read Rain Lamina. Burgundy will read the teleprompter people. Oh, there's they're throwing beer and they have to rush Moreno out. Oh, I don't know wow. if you saw that. Yep, just saw that. Not can't say I'm surprised. Jesus, cannot say I'm surprised. Didn't they just have like a promo thing where they're like, they had like, it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, we don't. Well, we don't really mean you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the all the end, Brazilian fighters, like, oh, they're just they're just passionate. That's all. But. And by the way, folks, please, I'm sure someone's already doing it, but either do this or share it with me if someone did it. I know someone right now is editing that promo where it shows. But at the end of the fight, the crowd embraces you, and take whatever image they showed of the crowd embracing and split cut it with Brandon Moreno just getting fucking pelted. Even <laughs> <laughs> throw Covington in there for all you want, you know. Maybe throw throw Matt Brown walking out to fight Damian Maya. I know those last two kind of insinuated the crowd grant they enticed the crowd granted but uh you know <laughs> oh man yeah you gotta love the juxtaposition there i don't know if i go to a show in brazil i want to go to brazil for sure but i'm definitely going to be leaning into my uh brown skin and three percent portuguese blood you know that i found out i had so let's uh <laughs> play that card as much as i lean into it i can Maybe hide my eyes, wear sunglasses a bit. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just trying. Hey, man. Hey, I, when you, we, uh, it sounds like I'm half joking, but when you traveled abroad, you got to think of some. You got to think of things sometimes, depending on where you're traveling to, folks. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I've I've done a, a a tad bit of international traveling myself, and yes, safety. You have to think about it because, especially when you don't speak the language, yep. you don't know where you're going. I mean, just going out of town in general. It is always going to be a risk uh, going to any major city or even even a rural place. You can, you know, I'm a, I'm a brother. You know, I don't feel comfortable going to too many too many places away from cities. I was going to say, if you get my drift. No, so. I was going to say you experience it in ways that I can't understand because you know uh, you look different than me, right? So I, there's no way I would be able to understand that. But the messed up part about it is is like you could still be Asian slash Asian looking like me, go to a place that is. Asian, like China, right? And that's a place right. where I, I was chased with my Brazilian friend, Christian Silva. We were chased in Shanghai with some Chinese dude with a butcher knife for like four blocks. I mean, listen, just because you, you just, I'm half Chinese. I'm actually, I actually am Chinese. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter, folks. It doesn't, just, just be, be safe out there when you're traveling. Yeah, be definitely. safe. Doesn't matter. Well, just a, a few months ago, I was in, I was in Nairobi, Kenya, which is a great city, by the way. Oh, wow. But, um, I'm I'm with my family trying to get into a get into a, an Uber to go back to our to our hotel and a couple guys that are clearly trying to rob us <laughs> are are approaching and it's starting with the friendly you know want to shake your hand or something yeah. first while the other one comes up behind you and yeah. you know through pretty much threw my son in the car and was standing there in like a like a like a fighting stance like ready to sidekick someone in the chest if they got any closer so. Um, 
Yeah, it's real out here. That's right. That's right, <laughs> baby. I've, oh I've man, I've been in scenarios like that in um, where yeah. in my hometown in in uh, PG County, Maryland. So, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. See, there you go. I mean, it's it, uh, just be aware of your surroundings, folks. Um, we'll see if uh, Hill has to worry about that or not. I think they'll. Pot- I got to imagine they'll be loving him if he loses, right? Or hopefully they won't still do that to the losers out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like for real, don't pile it on. Hey, but 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 um, everybody loves Glover though. You don't have to be Brazilian to love Glover. So uh, if you beat Glover, you know you're not gonna have uh, you you are gonna have some people sour at you probably. I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, Glover. Um, I've never had any um encounters with him, but from what I've been told, that he's one of the the nice guys in the sport. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's spread a lot of goodwill inside of mixed martial arts. So wouldn't be surprised at all. If he got the same level of reception he's going to get tonight in Brazil, anywhere else in the world, yeah, he definitely uh, he definitely deserves it, man. And uh, it's rare you see that. And I don't get my hopes up too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nothing surprises me these days. Not to be too negative, but absolutely. But yeah. yes, you hear you you he, behind the scenes matches in front of the scenes, and uh, one thing is for damn sure. Regardless if uh, you know some gl- negative Glover headline comes out down the years after he's retired or not. The guy was, is one of the best sportsmen, you know? Just like say all the bad things you, you want to say about BJ, there's very few fighters who were courageous. He had to pull their, their you know, uh, you know, you had to, you know, pull pull strings to get him to move up in weight. Uh, you can't take that away from him for whatever that's worth. But more importantly, uh, a sportsman, a good sportsman, uh, to share is that whenever he iced a guy, knocked him out, choked him out, he was right there genuinely making sure they're okay, helping them retain consciousness, giving them... Uh, words of encouragement going forward like he's just like the dad you know of MMA yeah um yeah so I I'm, I'm definitely definitely curious for Jamal Hill how this Brazilian crowd is going to affect his performance because we've seen yes. him in in pay-per-views before I believe he fought on uh, UFC 263 that's the first one that that, that comes to mind um, but he's a he's a guy who most of his career, has been at the Apex Center. You know, his his biggest moments have been at this this small venue with a with with a what a 50 people or whatever that that are paying high value tickets with some media members there. Like he's not been in front of the brightest of lights in the main event. And yeah. Especially to take that into foreign territory. Um what's that look like? Not to mention the tremendous leap in competition that he's facing tonight. I like that you mentioned that because that was actually something, you know, again, to break the fourth wall briefly uh, in my breakdown and despite picking to share it here, um, that's something I didn't mention, you know, and, and I'm glad you brought that up uh, is that, yes, yeah, this is uh, Jamal Hill's, you know, he's mainly fought in the UFC Apex, which blew me away. And yeah, this is a huge jump from that, from what he's used to. And that, that does count for something. I'm a big experienced guy. Of course, age and athleticism and pinpoint accuracy and power and all these other things would as well as actual legitimate skill, uh, both standing and on the ground as well. I think I think Hill's been getting written off in a lot of analysis there. Um, I think he's not going to be easy uh, to deal with. Is he going to have a disadvantage in wrestling and grappling? Of course. Um, I, I just don't feel like people are giving him enough credit. He recently got his brown belt. But, yeah, I think a lot of those intangibles that you speak of may actually or could actually be the bigger question here. Right. It's... Because I, I don't think at this stage, if you get a title shot in the UFC, say for some sort of really bizarre circumstances, say like a, a division as thin as women's featherweight or something like that, where someone who clearly 
is not prepared for for the the challenge of the of the champion. Um, a, a save for some odd circumstances like that. If you get a title shot in the UFC, you're pretty much ready for the big time. So that's when the little things start to matter. That's when those those intangible things start adding up to form a, a bigger piece that can figure out what's going to happen. Like that that will then dictate um, what the outcome is. Absolutely. All right, we got uh, just to get a quick timestamp here. Well, uh, we got the uh, intros coming now. It's a blue tinted screen, overhead shot. Uh, Hill is going to be making his walk here shortly, as I believe he is the blue corner. There he is. Are you uh, up and running? Yep, we we are, we are we are synced. Looks like. Yeah, I haven't I haven't touched it since last time we were. So, if you're still good. We're 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 still good. I do say I do wish I I I heard I, heard, I hear the audience. Uh, feel free in the chat. Let me know on your broadcast if you're watching the actual UFC broadcast. If uh, the Brazilian crowd is washing out um, Hill's walkout music, yeah, I'll be really curious. Really curious. Oh well, I hear I'm I've got my volume very 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 low, just enough to make out Phil Collins in the air tonight. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so that's um appreciate that. That's one of those. That's just a classic, classic song right there. Uh, you can't, you can't boo that. How, how can you boo that? I was just laughing watching a lot of the uh, audience members gesture toward Jamal Hill with like with throat slit signs. <laughs> oh, someone's yeah, I don't think love. stuff like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's stepping out just as the drum track kicks in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's how it's supposed to be done. Wow, that is weird. I'm seeing spots in the arena. We're in the main event time. I'm still seeing spots up in the arenas and the seating. That is crazy. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, again, uh, not, not to speculate or speculate too much, who cares about my opinion, but like, I don't like that he was locking in both with people negative and being positive toward him. Uh, left to right, start of the walk to the end of the walk. I kind of like when they're just zoned looking forward, you know. Especially uh, if, you know, the questions are are about that we were asking. How are you going to react to the mm-hmm. crowd? How are you going to – you're saying you're not going to be phased in this and that. In my mind, at least, maybe if you say that, the last thing you want to do is uh, take it in. The first make it, the first thing – you know, make that the first thing you're, you're doing. So uh, let's, let's see if he snaps in a game face here. But it could work uh, the other way too. You know, some people kind of need that sure. to, to get in their mode. So, I mean, you could think of um, – Say like the Diaz brothers, you know, that sometimes they need to manufacture their anger towards someone to to go out there and perform. You know, he could be one of those people could that be. just needs to he just he just needs to feed off of something negative in order to go out there and perform, you know, an athletic action that's gonna cause negative consequences across from his opponent that he probably doesn't have any actual personal disdain for. Yeah. It'll be real interesting. I mean, uh, he definitely already has the skills to come away victorious here, so let's just see how it clicks with the mental mindset for this one. Clever to share. Should be making the walk soon. If if you're just going to – if we're going to frame this fight as um, something very simple, um, beyond the youth and experience, youth versus experience argument, I think there's there's a power versus skill argument to be made on this one. Jamal Hill has – insane knockout power I mean we've seen him go through this tear in the apex center and just knocking people's heads off Glover Teixeira has that too but Glover Teixeira's game is built more on 
on the versatility, uh, more on the, the strategy as opposed to just going out there and just trying to knock someone out. Um, and it doesn't... Both approaches can't say there's anything wrong with them, and when they clash, right. them, you can see anything. Um, and the youth versus experience plus the skill versus power argument should make for an interesting combination tonight. Somebody just gave me right, a Brazilian name of Daninho Tom. Thank you, Danish Khan. I'll take it. <laughs> of course, that probably means something probably really dirty, but, uh, you know, whatever. I've been called worse. Call him Dan Ton if you're nasty. That's right. Here comes the garage man, Glover. Glover's Garage. The meaning behind <laughs> that shirt, and, and for those listening unaware, that Aaron Bronstetter uh, gave me, Glover, and some others, was that uh, the joke was when Glover made his first run to the title, um, everyone would make fun of him because he'd be training in a garage with, like, kids, and then eventually he got to share a MMA a gym, and eventually those kids have become, some of them, talented pro fighters and some of his best training partners. Added at Alex Pereira, and when the pandemic happened and everybody had to scramble to garages, well, Glover was Bane. He he was born in it. He was already doing the garage <laughs> grind, and sure enough, coincidence or not, you tell me, Ant, here Glover is fighting for his second vacant title. What a story. Absolutely. As uh, someone who was a, a former um, former member of the Panda Dojo, I can tell you, garage gyms are very, very real. Panda Dojo, that's right. Wow, that's a that's a prestigious club there. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm still thinking of a name for mine. Um, I may have to incorporate Scorpion in it because not because it sounds cool or tough, but because I just I, I there's scorpions in it. Uh, <laughs> it's a problem, uh, so <laughs> I figured I might as well incorporate into the name. <laughs> might, they might as well be the mascots if if they're if they're there. Scorpions um, lair. No, no, I actually actually did uh, a buddy of mine who um, my my Muay Thai coach for for a little bit. He was training out of his garage, so I nicknamed the place Thirst Trap Martial Arts and Fitness. Nice, that's a good nickname. <laughs> Clever to share at the check-in point now. His manscaped uh, whatever. Stats just popped up. Sponsored by. Why are you reading their sponsorships, Dan? Sorry. I, I'm just hoping that like the Rock gives them more than just the red shoes. Do they make those shoes in any other color? I don't know, man. But I'm 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 convinced that's a plot point in Black Adam that he goes around and makes people wear a bunch of shoes that they don't want to wear, and someone has to come in and stop them. <laughs> that's the plot to that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I'm assuming it is. I've seen it. Okay. It's um, it, it's lacking. I'll okay. just put it that way. That should have been it a plot. It is lacking. It would have been better. Yeah. It <laughs> would have been a better plot. <laughs> oh man. All right, Glover Teixeira at the uh, the prep point right now. I got man, there's nothing like a title fight in the ring already. So I may uh, pause and go a little slower. So we might be a little more behind y'all. He's in the cage now. He's um, okay. The camera just panned back to Jamal Hill. Yeah, Hill's got the game face on. Let me know when the tail of the tape graphic pops up. Gotcha. Yeah, Jamal Hill with the with the thousand yard stare. 
tell the tape graphic is up now. Three years reach advantage. It's it, it feels like Hill should have a longer reach than that. Just think like just just his his lanky frame. If you just if you didn't know what the stats were, you probably would assume it'll be longer than a three reach. Uh, excuse me, a three inch reach advantage. Right. Uh, buffer on my screen. Where you at? Yep. Buffer. buffer. I've got judges on the screen now. I've got Jamal Hill. He might be ahead yeah, of me Mark now. Carter. Okay. Oh yeah, judges on the screen with me now too, so I gotta get a okay. jump ahead a little right. bit. Okay, Glover, Hill. Um, I just jumped ahead ten, so I should be with you. Overhead shot, Bruce doing his thing. Overhead now and now. Yep. Yeah. Glover. Yep, Glover. Okay, so we're we're pretty much right on now. Yep, he's punching the uh, punching the corner. Yep, yep, he just punched the did a one two. Now they're on hill. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, folks, that's where we're at. Don't worry, you guys should be in front of us. Uh, appreciate y'all being here. At least we won't spoil it for you. Uh, we're admittedly behind. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be feeding uh, more timestamps regardless if we get off from each other, just so people listening in the future can uh, sink in. As uh, I do plan on cutting these up for commentary tracks. Then, um, Wow. Thank you, Ant, for joining me. This has been fun. It's been nice to get Absolutely. some reps Thank in here and just uh, hang out with you guys as well in the chat. And the more we do this, the more refined it's going to be. So this is just the start, ladies and gentlemen. Dana Dana Red says, fastest takedown in light heavyweight history incoming? Question mark? Possibly. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think Glover, you know, he hinted at using the takedowns to maybe open up strikes, and that is a possibility here, folks. Um I remember picking OSP, who lost, granted, uh, to maybe left hook uh, Hill when they fought because he would leave these kind of low lead hand retractions. They're still a bit there. Glover, his punch is the left hook, folks, so that'll be something to watch out for. But, yeah, uh, striking advantage, I believe, most uh, are giving to uh, to Hill. But, yeah. See, that, you know, and I'm, I'm one to, to sort of disagree with just giving Hill the outright striking advantage because mm -hmm. that, that gets into the, the skill versus power argument. Yes. Uh, in, in my opinion. So, yes. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what yes. Hill looks like. I'm going to how, how dialed back his approach may be as a way to sort of compensate for what have to be nerves, what has to be an adrenaline dump in there. Um, and what has to, he has to recognize as a tremendous leap in competition. Yep. Yeah, Glover may not do much, but he is great for him. He rarely throws himself out of position. His striking has even improved at his advanced age. But it's more the dynamism, uh, the variety, and more importantly, the body work, which I love from Hill. Really underrated quality of young fighters. Hill does it. And uh, you're going to need to do that against Glover. So look for the body work there. And the check right hook from Hill. I think those will be the biggest weapons to watch out for. The left hook from Glover, not to discount him standing. And yeah. We'll be with bated breath whenever this thing hits the floor, folks. Getting ready for round one to share a hill. Absolutely. Vacant light heavyweight UFC title on the line, folks. Here we go. Round right. one. Faint to the takedown for, for Glover. Yep. Getting in his head already. 453, 52, uh, 51. Fire that right off right right away. Uh, he'll stuff in the takedown there. Single leg snatch. Sheriff's got it up against the fence. 
Got him against the fence. That's where Teixeira works best from. Outside of opportunistic. Oh, Ooh, good defense. Oh, good Hill knees the to the body. There's those body knees. That's the, the body knee is what uh, hurt Glover really bad in the Yuri fight. That's what he credits to the momentum change in round three. See if Hill puts more of those knees out there when they're in close. Hill orthodox now. He will show that look occasionally. Look like I just got out of sync here. Me. It's okay. Reload here. It's all right. I'll count us. I'll count you in where I'm at. Right now it's 402, 401. I'll give you uh, more counts later as Glover level changes for a takedown. Hill defends another knee to the body, punch to the body. That yeah, I think that's intentional. Hill is good about going to the body, but uh, he uh, and his team must have done that homework because he looks to be prioritizing it um, in and out of the breaks. Leg kick for Hill. A wise strategy against against the aging fighter, especially. Absolutely. Hill switching from orthodox now back to southpaw. He will switch, though he primarily fights and lists himself as a southpaw. Glover, of course, 4-0 against southpaws, though those fights were won on the floor. Glover the one pressuring, which makes sense. He generally has better cage positioning than Hill, but Hill's defense is getting him out of dodge whenever Glover does make his takedown and corralling attempts. Now Hill has the center and is smartly kicking to the body. Let's see if Glover has answers and can counter these body assaults. Especially if Hill starts the build. 258, 257, 256, 255. I'm a little ahead now. One. So I will do my best to not spoil anything. It's okay. How, how far are you ahead? Within 10 seconds? I'm uh, 225, 224, 223. Okay, I'm going to hit forward twice there. 220, 219, 218, 217, uh, 216. I'm just a couple seconds behind then. Okay, that's okay. fine. That's fine. You stay where you're at. All right. Yeah, he'll go into the body again with the knee. Uh, yeah. Front kick also uh, partially deflected by Teixeira. I'll be curious, though, if Hill tries to build off that and mixes to the head once he gets the respect to the body. Body building, especially from Southpaw. You guys know I'm all about that, but it's about the man inside right now, and that is Hill trying to get that title over to Shira giving him a little body work of his own saw there, that left that hook. hook to the liver yeah to is going to have to get more aggressive here whether it's offensive or off the counter to share with an overhand right there he'll definitely showing that some respect a little eye poke perhaps Goddard pauses the action it did look like an open-handed post, so that makes sense. As my God, an excellent referee there. And what an excellent time uh, to pause the action because I just went out, just got back. Nice. 119, 118, 117. Uh, action is back in. 115. I'm at uh, 48, 47. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a time machine. All right. I'm gonna try to resync. Yeah, I was gonna say refresh. Maybe you get a better time, and if not, I'll I'll, I'll meet whatever you end up at. Just yeah, let right. me know. Right now, I'm uh, 56, and we can try to resync, and then uh, to, once this round ends, if uh, in case he can't get it on the fly, 46, right. 45. Glover with a leg kick misses. 
Hill with a combination. Doesn't look too clean, but able to catch him at the end out there. Nice jab by Hill. Glover tries to go over the top of the second one. 30 seconds to go. Superman punch with a right lead uppercut attached. That was a nice little quick combo from Hill. All right, I just hit the end of the round. All right, 18 seconds, 17. Mm -hmm. You see you're ahead of me now? Yep, I'm, okay. I'm ahead. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. going to split up. I'm between rounds. All right, he's sitting down now. Glover just sat down. Cutman just put on. Alex Bahia yeah, just got ice, ice. Yep, yeah, just put the ice on. Mouthpiece is out. Glover's talking a bit with the ice on his chest. Uh, split screen with heel. Not split screen yet for me. Now split screen. Okay. So I'm a gotcha. couple seconds behind? Yep. Okay. About two, three maybe. Okay. If you if you want to do the trick I did before, feel free to do a, a pause and a play. Maybe just yeah, let me, let me a bit. Do, a, do a refresh and pause and play. All right, got a replay now. Yep, body knee, just change replay, body kick from Hill. Close okay, up jab. I'm, I'm just a little bit behind you. Okay, I'm a. I've got the body knees, body kick. Okay, I'm gonna pause once, play. All right, now I'm at the jab. Slow mo punch. Yep, slow mo punch. Hill. All right. Walking forward. Yep. Four fifty eight. Fifty seven. 56, 55, 54. Close right, enough? You're about one second ahead of me. So. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, all right, yeah, folks. Good. You should all be ahead of us, folks, so don't stress on that. We won't spoil anything for you. Nice body work there for Teixeira as he comes forward. Curious what adjustments both corners gave, but uh, I think Hill's got to be feeling pretty decent about himself unless something hurt him that we didn't see. But uh, I felt he made a good account of himself that first round. Leg kicks there? Uh, absolutely. I mean, this is uh, both gentlemen know this is a real fight. So this was neither neither man went out like a chump in that in that first round at all. Um, I'm, I mean, as as Hill is is throwing out this jab as a feeler, we know Glover is trying to land that overhand. You, you know, whenever Hill hits that that uh, orthodox stance and throws and pulls that jab out, he's got to be very careful uh, about the overhand coming up the top if he's not going to rifle that thing in real fast. Yes. Ooh, nice body knee before the eye poke. He'll also uh, racking up some quiet damage on Glover's left calf, folks. Pretty smart of him, too, to attack the leg there if he can do it without giving away a takedown. Absolutely. All right, we've got, we've got a refresh again here. All right, so I got uh, the official timeout clock, 25, 26. Uh, action's back in over for me. Oh, Glover just ate a head kick, 50, 49. Are you uh, anywhere in action? 403, Ooh. 402, 401. Okay. Some heavy action here. Hill's got him against the... Uh, Oh yeah, just Sense. just saw the head kick. Yeah. Oh wow, Glover ate that. I paused up at three thirty. Tell me when you're about three thirty-five. Okay. All right. Um, right now. Okay. 
325, 324, 323. Yeah, over here. Okay. Perfect. Ooh, Whoa. those knees. Elbow and close. Doesn't look good for Glover. He's busted up Tag now. Real good on that. On that. Um, overhand from Glover. There it is. Glover still Another still swinging. Yeah, Looks like he busted yeah, he's, a he's, Hill's eye he's open. Still, wow. He's still coming forward. All right, Garage Man not done yet. Wow. Yeah. Hill having to take a breath and recollect himself. It looks like a bit. Yeah. Oh, nice head kick from mouth open there. Oh, another head kick. Right off the body building too. Awesome. Now Glover's having a hard time seeing if he's going body or head. That's great by Hill, but I don't know how much energy he has to keep launching those things. He's uh, already living for air. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a matter of Glover's legendary durable chin over Jamal Hill's gas tank. Reaches down for a single, changes off to a double. Nicely done by Teixeira. Wow, nice takedown. Nicely done. Very well done. Quickly moves to mount. Oh, he butterflies his way out, but now he's in side control. Glover looking to still get his grind on, though. He's really got that weight draped on top of him. Yep, and steps over to complete. Wow, steps over. Oh, he's got the back. Hill scrambling. He's doing his best to scramble, but Glover playing it smart, staying on top. That is a hell of a scramble. And wow. he retakes the top position now in the close guard of Jamal Hill. I'm going to hit a pause and hit a play so you can catch up for a second. Okay. And 52, 51. Glover right. trying to pass. Perfect. Passes one side. See if either of them look to take their breath here. Glover to settle and catch his breath and... Uh, you know, I, I imagine oh, Hill needs to collect too, but wow, the longer you stay down there with Glover, you're just in trouble. Glover is always making you uncomfortable. He is pressure cooking you. He's using his shoulder pressure right now to persuade until he whips up for some grounded pound, that is. Collects the wrist posts that Hill tries to use to build, continuing to grind. Yeah, and, and Hill was wise at least to keep that, that left leg up to prevent Glover from jumping to the other side to complete that arm triangle. Looked like he was trying to sink in. Yeah, nice underhook get up there from Hill. Oh, wow, very nice get up. Well, he, he took a lot out of him with that with that exchange, I imagine. But yeah. uh, both both men ha have – they're wearing it on their faces now. Yep, and they're they must be feeling the fight uh, just through the sheer – cardio aspect much less the pain and adrenaline and everything else absolutely um hill's really really landing a lot of these head kicks nice right hand from him also yep S snaps glover's head back that again that early body work really paid dividends in that regard just missed on a left hook for Teixeira that he won for another body yeah, kick that's a the, the rare instance where, like, where he got himself off balance throwing a punch yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, he rarely does that, but yeah, he really won that one. That just shows you the temperature of the fight right now. Right. Good combination from Teixeira. He's he's closing in, but he'll do it just enough to keep Glover back. Testing second clapper. Let's see if they uh, turn it up uh, to try to perhaps leave a better impression in the judges' minds. All right, he'll... Throwing a nice little combination in the round. Glad I'm not a judge on man. I am thankful that we are not trying to judge this one right now. Uh, though I'm, uh, if I were a gun to my head, I would say Hill probably up two. Got the first, probably the second. More moments, but again, folks, this is this where score. We are not scoring. We are we are calling this one, and this is a this is a wildfire fight through two. Absolutely, um, man. That was a once again a great showing by both men. 
the uh, the replay on that takedown. Yeah, I've got to imagine that if you're Tashira's corner right now, you're stressing that moment more than anything else. Get that takedown. That has to be the message to him at, at the moment because yes, he can beat Jamal Hill in a in a firefight. Like he's having his moments. He's landing. He's landing very good offense. But why put yourself through that when when you can get that takedown and, and perhaps takes the path uh, the path of least resistance? Absolutely curious. What Poetan gave him any advice for these uh, kicks coming his way? I know Poetan is not a southpaw, but. Jamal Hill, if he has the energy, uh, he's making a lot of hay with that shot. But if Glover has the energy, like you said, Ann, I think he can make even more uh, hay this round if he's able to get those positions again. Definitely. Uh, another switch stance from uh, from Hill. Glover going in for that takedown, back against the fence. Yeah, I like that Glover's been using, uh, whenever Hill goes orthodox, he uses that to trigger to his uh, takedown entries, which I imagine are, are more normal for him when he sees a fighter standing in that stance. But can't sure. get him down, and Hill turns him around. Yeah. Well, clinch strikes for, for Hill. Uh, just, just break, and now he's, he's got him back in the warning track, throwing those long-range jabs. And just kind of probing at him, just just sort of blinding Glover, just keeping him in his face, more so than doing damage right there. Got to imagine he's setting up the right hand with that. Yep, and there it is. Yep. I like that Glover's going to the body. Hopefully he can maybe enter off those body shots more. Oh, back to the head nice again. Nice hook from Glover. Yeah, Jamal Hill really lasering in that, that southpaw jab right now. Oh, another head kick. Oh, Glover looks He's a bit hurt. wobbly. Glover's hurt. Glover's hurt on this one. Oh, wow. Wow, you can't He's even regard. Right That's not good. Hammer oh. fist. Hammer fist to the ground. Uh, he'll change his position. He has Glover against the fence. Glover swimming in for a single as best he can. Let's see how Hill plays it, if he can play smart and uh, separate. Push that head down, and he's just going for the uppercuts. Glover playing... Playing what defense he can from that position. Looking to control a wrist. Let's see if he can get to some kind of a guard or a half guard. But Hill smartly oh, wow. staying high and raining down. Vicious ground and pound. He's really winding up on those shots now. Uh, Mark Garter looking at this very, very closely right now. I like Hill's choice to post and keep his hips and ass away like that while he was striking to kind of limit any kind of entanglements. Glover trying to set up as best he can. Good wrist control by Hill in his little spaces here. Yeah, he's Absolutely. pinning his wrist, not letting him get anything going. That is really smart. Yeah, use it, pinning the wrist to the elbow. A brutal sequence right there. And, and wrist pinning as well. Shout out to Neil Melanson. Leads to really brutal grounded pounds. So, again, wrist control, unsung hero, working defensively and offensively for Hill right now. I hope that detail doesn't get lost for others. That's a really, that I really, wow. I, I love Glover and stuff, but that, that's a really impressive detail by Hill there, that application. Yes, see, right, Glover, back um, up. almost looked like, yeah, there he is, back up now. Let's see how, how that wore away at him, if um, if he's been able to clear out some cobwebs, at least. Yeah. And I doubt it with the, with the level of punishment he was taking, that ground and pound. Hill walking him down. Those body, body shots, kick. yep. They did their homework on that body shots. He's 
Hill does regularly attack the body, but again, he's really emphasizing it tonight, and that was he must have, you know, no surprise if I saw it on the tape. These guys are seeing it on the tape. Great by him and his team. Teixeira trying to pressure him back, though, still in this. Yeah, Teixeira, nice jab. Yeah, nice Teixeira. jab. Nice fade back by Hill. Oh, Return, wow. wow. Uppercut oh, by Hill. Hill. That's very nice uppercut. That was a slick uppercut. Surprised he didn't go with that more. That's been a traditional shot that's hurt Teixeira. That was like a Steve from Tekken uppercut right there. <laughs> Tekken, I'm all about the Tekken references, baby. <laughs> nice body head right, by Glover. Yeah, he's he's still in it. He's still he's still walking him down as as much as he can. Well, Jamal Hill back to Southpaw one two. Glover is a dog. Someone says it in the chat. I don't believe Glover has missed a jab. I, I agree. He, he just doesn't jab enough. His jabs have actually been on point. Um, but he doesn't do it enough. And uh, the southpaw jabber usually has the inherent advantage. And Hill's taken, take, taken to that, as you can see by Glover's eye. Another nice jab by Glover. Oh. Over the top. Wow, that's, yeah, over the top. It's every time Hill goes to the, to the orthodox stance, if he's not rifling that jab out, Glover's landing that overhand all day. Yeah, I'm surprised he's giving this much overhand uh, or orthodox looks with these, you know, the fact that Glover is getting most of his success from that stance. Nice knee by Hill. Oh, wow. Follows up with the right hand. And the rounds close. Wow. Wow. That was a um, oh, tough round for, for Teixeira there. Absolutely. Regardless of the outcome of this fight, I mean, uh, hats off to Jamal Hill as a, as a martial artist and competitor for uh, clearly stepping it up uh, to the level because he hasn't been at this level before. And although the comparisons could be unfair to saying, well, if Santos was able to take him down, Glover should. Um, regardless of that, the fact that he's doing what he's doing, I think should be you know impressing everybody right now. Absolutely. A lot of people were were writing Hill off um, beyond just the the fact that he has that frightening power, but this has been a very technical display from him. Absolutely, and again, I, I'm both calling and uh, you know uh, picked and played Glover, so uh, you know take that for what you will. But uh, I did say, despite those things, I felt like I was giving Hill more credit than even some of his supporters. I dare say, kind of pigeonholing him, like you said, to just uh, the power or certain strikes. But the body work, the IQ, the execution, the anti-grappling, the ground and pound, uh, man, showing a lot to like. Don't like that cut over to Shara's eye, though. We are in a round no. four. 57. All right, 56. here we go. All right. Glover um, trying to put the pressure on. Hill responding with a nice body kick. Second body kick to follow up. Third body kick to follow up. You know, I, I don't think we can – Hill might be breathing, you know, with his mouth open at times, but I don't think we can question his cardio much. Rifling kicks off that powerful, that fast at this point in the fourth round. Yeah, no, it's not – he's not in danger zone cardio. And, in fact, you could argue it's really impressive uh, with the pace of this fight. Another head kick landed from, from uh, Hill. Man, I hope Glover's not setting himself up for another fifth-round finish because he is just taking all the damage. Right, knee. He's still dogging forward. He's got the body lock. See what right, Glover can do with it. 
Yeah, and he'll he'll one of the the, the flaws, uh, if you want to call that, I I saw in Hill in my analysis uh, leading into tonight was like his tendency to keep that chin up, but he's weaponized that a lot tonight, keeping that chin up, kind of luring Glover into throwing a punch, leaning back and firing back with his with his own pull counters. Yeah, absolutely. I gotta imagine Alex Pereira uh, must be going a little bit crazy in the corner because those are you know similar themes to Izzy, uh, where Pajeda was able to use the underrated jab uh, to to light him up and body work. Teixeira uh, not going to those as much. Oh, eats a good right hand. Oh, after eating a head kick and another head kick, partially blocked, but still felt the damage. And that another right hand land. Hill is landing at will at this point. Teixeira, I mean. 43 years old is it still in it he's gonna have to uh he may he may be having to find a comeback that rivals uh the lazy king abdul uh, abdul ragamov from uh aries fight the other <laughs> the other day where he was down all five rounds and had to come back at 30 seconds to go in the fifth glover may be putting himself uh not intentionally of course not his choice but yeah he may be in a similar situation he is he's definitely down i would say though I, I i would agree with you on that one he is um He's taking um, a tremendous amount of punishment right now, and Hill doesn't look like he is co- close to slowing down at all. Uh, another overhand attempt from Glover threw himself off balance again. Man, it's starting to look like a punching bag almost at this point. I hate to say yeah, that. that. I'm not now, trying to be disrespectful. Whoa, a nice oh, right wow. and left by Glover as I say that. Nice combination from Glover. Yeah, Hill still is open for those counters, folks. It's not that he can't be countered. Um Over attempt now attempting to put the pressure on again. See how he'll respond to another head kick again, partially blocked. Cash those over tickets if you took them, folks. This fight is in over territory. Hill lands another southpaw jab. Yeah, when a fighter leans back like you were talking about, Ant, that's when you really got to go to the body and legs. I mean, there's another body shot. I don't think Teixeira can miss to the body at all tonight. It's just uh, easier said than done, of course. And Hill's doing a fantastic job on his end. Snuck in another body shot right there. Yep. As you were just as you finished that sentence. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I don't see many that he's really whiffed on. He's whiffed upstairs and paid for it. <laughs> see, oh, Glover taking taking a rare step back now. He is. He looks like he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, oh. he's hurt bad. Trying to stay on his feet there. He'll close it in, looking like he's he's going for the finish there. Knee to the body also. Yeah, that's... Hill is, is really doing a, a fantastic job of mixing up everything in these sequences where you'd expect the guy to just headhunt. He's throwing in that body shot. He's, he's throwing in the clinch work. He's still keeping a variety while pursuing that finish. Wow, oh, flurrying against the cage now. And Glover wow, trying to keep eyes on him. Uppercut. Hill ain't stopping. The uppercuts are going to serve him really hey, well. Oh, this is okay. This is this is this is stop the fight territory now that, that we're entering. Yeah, Glover's eyes are going almost offline at some po- yeah. spots. Yeah, oh, knees to the body. Goddard, of course, has the best view. We'll trust him, obviously. But man, this is not looking good. This Overhand is... by Hill. Glover tries to clench up to stop the tries trying to stop the onslaught. Pushes Hill up against the fence. What a dog. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is... Trying to clear the blood from his eyes. Can Glover even see well right now? Another jab. Wow. Glover slipped in the inside of that. 
that right hand, man, how about... uh, but slip right into the clinch. Wow, another knee and another punch flurry to close the round. How about Hill's cardio? We're, how we're many fighters would have gassed themselves there? Yeah, 10 8, t- t- 10 8, no problem there, but uh, how many fighters would have gassed themselves at this point? I mean, he wasn't supposed to fight Anthony Smith till March. So where was his body right. when he got this call, right? And, you know. First time to round four in the UFC last time. He did go five rounds against Daquan Townsend outside of the UFC, but that obviously is a different level. Again, you could be the biggest Glover fan in the world. I'm, I'm in the stands with you, but but you got to be impressed with what Hill's able to do uh, right here, even as the favorite. He was the favorite, folks, so maybe not that much of a surprise, but you know, specifically what we're talking about. Right, the, specifically how he's getting there yeah. is is what I find very impressive uh-huh. right now. Yeah, so I mean, this is um, it's one of those conversations that is this is should this be continuing? Well, you got you got fifth round pull time, uh, Perea in the in the uh, corner. So I got to imagine they're they're keeping up hope. But uh, yeah, it's 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 going to probably need to be the do- doctor or Goddard to stop this thing. Doctor taking a look at at Tashira right now, see what he concludes. I mean, um, the comment did, in my opinion, a very good job with that. Let's go, baby. Let's gash over his eye, and here we go. That's what Tashira said. I just read his lips. He goes, Let's go, baby. (laughs) Wow. Right, fifth and final round. These old war horses, man. They are a dying breed. Ultimate respect for these guys. And they have respect for each other. They hug, and we're on. 456, 455. The final round, folks. Round five for the vacant light heavyweight title. Glover Teixeira, Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill looking fresh as ever right now. Still light on his feet. Switching stances. Overhand from the orthodox stance. Teixeira, there's the takedown. Single leg, switch to the double leg. See if he got his hands locked, got some up. And Can he chain it and trip? And, and he's, he's down. down. He's got him down in a half guard. Half guard. Shoulder pressure city. I got to imagine the crowd is going bananas right now. I'm sure they are celebrating in the stands right now. Four minutes to cook. See what Glover can do. See what the chef can do. Without the fence there. Let's see let, Let's see uh, how he'll tries to maneuver his way out of this one. Looks like he's going for a half guard sweep right now. He's got a far side underhook, and he really wants to fight for that. But that leg lever is beautiful, and Teixeira uses that leg lever to secure his side control. Heavy jujitsu right now, but Glover's got to get cooking without losing position. That is the game. Time is ticking, folks. Wow. Smothering top game right now. See where Glover looks to go. Does he try to pass and go more north-south and try to climb back to mount, or is he trying to just get over the legs from his current position and anchor himself in from there. I imagine Glover wants his normal position from the mount where he can oh. just pound guys, but uh, Hill's not making it easy. He's gone back into the half guard. Yeah, Ghost Phantom mentioning the arm triangle in the chat. That is the chain. He goes for the arm triangle to the back mount, to the mount, and they all kind of chain back and forth from each other with uh, punches in between. Three minutes just north to go. Teixeira on top. And he's in the mount. To the mount. He's got the mount. Mount position. I got to imagine the corner of Teixeira and the crowd are going bananas right now. 
Let's see if he can have his own fifth round. Oh, no. Oh, Hill's oh, getting Hill out. Slips Hill's out. Slips oh, out. he gets oh, out the Hill's back door. Let's see if Glover goes for his own deep guard now. Glover has the energy. Wow. Nice scramble by Hill. Nice short elbows by Hill as well. Glover has some deep half sweeps that he's good with, but this is the fifth round and at 43. Uh, we'll see how much he has left in the tank here. And this is after four and a half rounds of getting beaten pretty badly here. If he can, can muster up what it, what's necessary to, to get that sweep and, and regain some control of this ground. Continue with the short elbows. Yep, solid frames, staying busy. And that form against the throat, that, that can't be good for your for your breathing. No, no, a lot of pressure there. Goddard calling for more action, or is he telling Desher to defend himself? Either way, uh, you know, not a bad not a bad directive for either fighter. Right, but I you know, give credit to, to Hill for playing the, the intelligent game here. Do you posture up? Do you try to posture up and, and really go for that huge ground and pound? Or do you just maintain com positional control in a fight where you're likely winning? Absolutely. Well, now that he passed his side control, he does have an easier option to detach and get back to the feet if that's where he wants to be. Um, but to your point, yeah, definitely, this is smart. Uh, it's not a popular opinion, and it's not awarded by the criteria, so be careful. But I do believe that stalling is a skill. And you, you see it right here. When you're up on the cards... And you have all to lose. That was a skill right there. And now they're back on Absolutely. the feet. 58 seconds to go, folks. Whether you want to kill the clock or get your breath back, you know, stalling at those points does become a skill. But, yes, left hook for Teixeira, not much on it. Just at this point in the fight, on the feet, uh, you know, if you're healed, like, you're not going to have the leeway to, to coast. You're going to have to deal with a wounded animal essentially coming yes. after you with 30 seconds left um, to win perhaps his last opportunity at, at UFC gold. And he's swinging for it like it's his last opportunity. Man, how can you not respect Teixeira? But uh, the time is running out. 14, 13, 12, 10 seconds left in the fight, folks. Body Teixeira. Big right that misses. Five seconds. Uh, Hill throwing that right hand, probing the jab out, and, and we that go the is distance, it. folks. Wow, we're not scoring, but uh, what a performance by Jamal Hill, uh, who may be uh, you know, the latest light heavyweight champion in this uh, uh, crazy lineage that the UFC has going on, and all respected to Shara. Wow, what a what a fight! That was an amazing fight. Definitely an amazing fight. A fantastic performance by Hill, no matter what the judges say. Uh, to share a... I mean, the, the man's a legend for a reason. That was... That was one of the toughest, just grittiest performances of, yeah. of recent memory. Hill emotional, man. And uh, he deserves to be. It was a lot was thrown at him in this short time. This was... A short notice assignment for both of them, folks. And uh, he was not expecting to be here. This was a big jump for him. Very, very big jump. And, and to to do it in the fashion that he did, not only short notice, but short notice in Brazil, 
short notice in Brazil against a Brazilian legend. You know, short notice in Brazil against a Brazilian legend in the main event. <laughs> you know, if you just everything that you just add up, it just paints a, a much more complex picture. Uh, just Hill deserves a ton of credit for showing up and performing the way he did tonight. Absolutely. Given respect to Glover, you love to see it. Of course, Glover must be disappointed, but he again, Glover is the best sportsman, man. It doesn't matter what uh what happens. He's uh he's all class. Real curious what they say in these post fight uh on uh, these post fight interviews. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to turn my volume up a little bit so I can get some insight into them. Wow. Glover giving him more props. Well-deserved props. Wow. We all feel, yeah, I, I, I feel for my guy Glover too, for sure. Ghost fam, I feel you there. <laughs> oh man, it's over. Yep, yep, yep. Dana Red, I had to stop watching, but I hope Glover retires. You know, uh, he made a great account for himself, but I'll be honest, yeah, even knowing what was at risk and understanding it, oh, a little tough time watching him take all that damage, to be honest. So yeah. I feel you there, Dana Red, if that was your sentiment. He'll be interviewed by DC now. Wow, Jamal Hill really so emotional. He can, he can barely make a word out right now. Yep. On his knees crying, and uh, I don't blame him, man. <laughs> Jamal, you are now the first Dana White contender series guy to become a champion. Does that mean? Oh wow, first contender series first to become a champion. I really have that. to earn a contract and now be wearing a UFC title. That has to feel very special. I had to fight for everything. I had to fight to be here. I had to fight to get this. I had to fight to just live and have a chance. Man, you can do anything if you're willing to fight for it, dog. For real. Jamal, let's take a look at some of your work. Wow. You landed some killer shots on Glover Teixeira. At times you had to wonder what it would take to get this guy out of there. Left head kick after left head kick. Was that the game plan to switch Southpaw and hit him with that? Because he seemed surprised. Um, it was just something that I found on the fly. Um, it was to come out to try to switch him, switch up my stances, throw some different looks and some different things at him. The dude is tough as bricks, man. I don't know anybody who would have been able to take what I was throwing. 
and keep going. Like standing in front of him a couple times when you had him, when he was hurt over here, you hear Mark saying, wow. oh, keep fighting. I was like, God damn it, he is. Shit, he is. He hasn't stopped the whole time. And uh, it's just an honor to share this cage with him, man. You know what? Nice to see him pay the respect to Glover. Can Jamal go five? Is Jamal just a knockout artist? Every question was answered tonight in your performances. You said you don't believe me. Just watch me. Tonight you made everybody stand in attention. What is your message now as the new champion to the rest of the division? Because to me, you are as good as they come. And I'm telling you, it's absolutely real. Thank you, OG. I appreciate that. And to everybody that's coming, you see where I'm at. Come get some. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and the crazy thing is, even though I picked Glover, um, again, I gave Hill more credit than a lot of people did. But I also said that Glover is probably one of his tougher matchups because I would pick Hill even before this against Perkachka and uh, Ankalaya, which sounded crazy to a lot of people. But I feel mm -hmm. that sounds a lot less crazy now. And Glover get interviewed now. Most clever, speaking in Portuguese, giving props to his team. Is that uh, John Hackleman yep. with him also? Yeah, nice to see him make it out. Gloves. Yeah, in reality, though, I think I'm too tough for my own good, too yeah. tough for my own health. You know, I can't keep up anymore. Yeah, it's the right decision. Good job, Glover. Oh, he's in a moment with his wife. You know, it's an honor to, to put the gloves down on the same night as Shogun. I wish we're in voice Who is that dude with the glasses and the, the weird, the blue sh blazer there? He just looks like a total, since the UFC made a sale, like, <laughs> crony. Um, as I probably just canceled myself out of a bunch of jobs. But uh, <laughs> I was just curious with that. I just guess he was a manager of some type. I don't know. He just gives me a weird vibe. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You guys, I saw you guys were throwing popcorn and drinks at the last champion. I want you to respect him. He's going to walk back with me. He's the champion. Wow. Wow. What class. Glover's that the was fucking man. That as hell. The fucking man. Wow. Now that's... Again. Again. Yeah. I don't think his... I think he can retire as the all-time sportsman champion of the UFC. I mean... Any better sportsman than that guy? I can't think of. That was that was beyond maturity right there. That was amazing. Use his time to give props to his team, make a responsible decision, 
and look out for his opponent. Like that, no one ever does any of those things in MMA. Come on, <laughs> he's like doing it all in his last <laughs> moment and stuff. Like, wow. Hill, of course, paying respect to his team. Ah, oh, you love to see that, man. You love to see that. Wow, yeah, that was, yeah. Too tough for his own. Wow. Well, it was tough uh, as a Teixeira fan, admittedly. Didn't matter about uh, any bets or picks. This is a fan of the man to see him lose. But uh, I hope he sticks to that retirement call, man. Wow. And, and what a what a fight. What a fight. Yeah, I, I don't, wow. I mean, I don't think this, this sport is going to give you a better send-off than that. Wow. It just doesn't happen. But I mean, we just saw Shogun go out against um, you know uh, someone who didn't get a win on the contender series and get and get finished in his home country you know this is this is the the best send off that you can hope to have at at this age competing at this level in the sport of mixed martial arts it just doesn't happen I almost wonder if like that's that. what that's what has to happen sometimes though I know I totally get what you're saying obviously but uh, I just will say I wonder if it almost has to happen. You have to have these old dogs just get brutalized sometimes to get them out of there. You know, I hate seeing it, but it's just like the circle of life kind of a deal, right? You know, that whole right. uh, that whole that whole thing there. Hopefully, uh, I I didn't broadcast too loud to get pulled with anything. That was a that wasn't even fight commentary broadcast, so that shouldn't ring any bells. And it's mixed with a bunch of noise between me and Ant here, so hopefully we uh, don't get caught by any BS algorithm snags. This has been fun with all you guys. Um, man, what an ending, Dana Red says. Yes, what an ending indeed. Him and Shogun on the same night, right? Right? Ghost fan right. again. I describe Yuri as a dude with a sword swinging it around and saying, what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is kind of who he is. Yeah, I agree. Um... First contender to be, guy to be a champion. Yeah, that surprised me too, Jerry Harper. That surprised me too. I thought we were going to get it a couple years ago back with uh, maybe Alex Perez, but no, that was definitely not meant to be. Uh, Figueredo, of course, who won that night. Um, passed his championship on as we saw an end of that series. Wow, what a night indeed. It was, uh, it was crazy. Any takeaways from those last three fights we were privy to there, Ant? Hmm. Um, I, I'm... I'm still just marveling over the performance that that Jamal Hill put on. Um, that was that was exactly the opposite of what I thought he was going to be able to do. Um, he really he showed himself to be a a technical fighter more so than he ever has in in the UFC, and that he answered the big lights in Brazil in, in enemy territory essentially the way he did. Um, Hats off to, to Jamal Hill for that performance. Hats off to, to Glover Teixeira. This this was uh this was a main event to remember. Yeah, man, it certainly was. Wow, it certainly was. Um, definitely a main event to remember. I'm glad we finally pulled the trigger on this for pay per view. Uh, hopefully, you guys uh in, enjoyed it. We are gonna be uh sharpening these. Uh, I know I got a lot of stuff to do on my end. Um. Uh, especially this next week and, and before I start tackling these projects like this. But I, I really wanted to get this out, really want to link up with my guy, Ant Walker. And, uh, yeah, if you got, whether it's in the chat, um, in the comment section, I wasn't able to uh, 
uh, monetize this or anything like that, but you know what's just as good is feedback, shares, likes, all that stuff. As far as the feedback goes, yeah, let me know um, what you guys think about these things going forward. If you're listening in the future, 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 as far as the audio uh, podcast tracks, let me know if you like this as a feature, you know, even if it's not like that big of a deal, you're not sure you're going to maybe like listen to all of them. Is it a cool option to have um, to make out of these things? Uh, again, all that feedback is welcome, and I just appreciate you guys being here. Anything before we get out of here, Ant? Uh, the floor, the floor is yours, sir. I uh, definitely, uh, Dan, want to thank you for um, for opening up the the door for me to, to join you tonight. I can't wait to, to do this with you again. This was this was fun. This um, it reinvigorates my my love of the sport <laughs> of mixed martial arts. I love this stuff, and when you can get involved with it in any kind of new way, I'm just sign me up. I, I'm I'm always there for that. Um, of course, uh, check out my, my Twitter, Ant Walker MMA. Um, you can find my YouTube channel, The Walkout Network, as well. A weekly podcast goes up there, usually posted every Tuesday, called The Living Death Show with my former colleagues at SureDog, Jay Petri, and Ben Duffy. So we'll be talking all about the aftermath of UFC 283 and whatever other foolishness happens in this um, so-called sport that we love so much. So I'm um, looking forward to it. And Dan, you got to get on the show, too. So we will be in contact about when you're when you're jumping on the pod and yeah can't wait to do this again with you my man i'd be more than happy to chop it up with you guys uh i, I saw jay post he's going to be going to the uh abc boxing uh conference out here yes. i'm going to try to make it to that too so hopefully i can meet that hey, guy in person as well me as me as well nice that's, um, yes that's, that's the goal so we'll, yeah. we'll see what the uh what the household situation is looking like but okay. i'm i'm hoping to make it to vegas for, for that as well my man well we'll be in contact of course we'll let you guys know what's up in regards to that and all those things, be sure to go follow my guy Ant Walker. You see the name tag down there at Ant Walker MMA. In case you forgot any of those plugs, just go find him there. I guarantee you, he'll be popping off, sharing, uh, plugging all those things uh, on that feed. That's where I follow him. That's where you can follow me at Dan Tom MMA. The show at the PYN Podcast on all social platforms. Be sure to like this video if you haven't already. Um, again, thank you guys for your support. Uh, hopefully I can knock out some bugs. There was like a, a bunch of stuff. It was just kind of a crazy week. So um, hopefully the content, you know, at least helped you guys out. Uh, I know it was, uh, I'll get to the uh, gambling recaps later on another show and online. I know it was, uh, it was an L for your boy here. So hopefully you made out uh, better than me. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's good that I'm not monetized because I definitely don't deserve any tips tonight. But I appreciate you guys joining me nonetheless. We'll be back at it for the next fight week and beyond. So until next time, be well and always protect your neck.